WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Let's just do it, okay? It's game day and time for Red Rebel football on the Junk Beat Gone Game of the Week. If you have stuff that you want gone, give a buzz to Junk Beat Gone. These fine young men in red and black are about to write another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. So tell Mama and them to get set for the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. And look out, because here come those Rebels on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Let's go! And good game day to you, and welcome to Rebel Radio, live from Jack Renfro Stadium on the campus of Heritage High School for the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and tonight the Rebels open the regular season and travel to the foothills of the Smoky Mountains for a date with the Mountaineers of Heritage High School. The host Mountaineers come in tonight looking to best their 4-6 and six record in 2023 to entering the second season under head coach Joe Osavet. The Rebels come in replacing 17 starters looking to quickly reset their identity and set their sights on a 6A championship. Can the Red Rebels head back to Maryville with a convincing victory over 5A Heritage? Well, we're about to find out. But as we look to pre- preview tonight's matchup, Mr. Metz, how about those Rebels? Let's do King King George Jones tonight, Wayno. The Rebels are replacing 17 starters, just to name a few. Old Noah Vaughn, Peyton Cooper, and Corbin Price. Who's going to fill their shoes? Who's going to stand that tall? Who's going to wear that red and black as we chase that golden ball? <laughs> oh, wow. Ben, ben, you never cease to amaze me. It's always interesting, the song choice. And, and you know, it's a great choice, though, because, you know, all off season, it's talked about 17 new starters. It's talked about who's going to be the quarterback. It's who's going to be the next Noah Vaughn. Well, I think we know the answer to that one. It's Gage Ledoux. But ultimately, tonight, We've got 17 new starters in a lot of different places, and the Red Rebels still got to wear that red and black. They've still got to carry that standard, and uh, we're going to see what that looks like against those Mountaineers. And what a beautiful place to have our first ball game here at Jack Renfro. You can see the definition in the Smoky Mountains, how the Wallen Gap divides the Chilhowee Mountain Range into two sections, just feeds down to James Lillard Field, one of the few remaining natural grass fields in the region, so this is the last time that the game will be played on this grass field. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point there. In the offseason, Heritage and William Blunt both secured the the, the kind of deals that's going to get done uh, for the county schools to both get turf uh, fields starting in 2024. I think that's a huge move uh, because, af, you know, just overall just uh, being able to, to take care of that, there's there's a whole different mindset going into that. You can There's aesthetic benefits there, but ultimately uh, it takes some of the, uh, the caretaking off of the field and allows the coaching staff and such uh, to be able to kind of manage the football team, not, not have to worry about, uh, you know, seeding, uh, fertilizing, and mowing the grass. A lot less maintenance for sure. I, I think exactly right. But you know what? Uh, less maintenance, uh, it, it's one of those things that uh, it doesn't always uh, mean a good thing. Some people are pro-turf. Some people are pro-grass. We'll just have to play with that. But at the end of the day, uh, it's 2023. It's the football season kickoff week number one right here against the Mountaineers. And as we do each and every week, starting last season, we've got a red-hot minute. Red-hot minute is shotgun-style questions where you learn about a Rebel that typically is the previous week's player of the game. But 
Obviously, in week number one, we don't have that luxury. We haven't played a game yet to give a player of the game. So we uh, we kind of uh, had a, a little little message out to a lot of different people in the community and probably hooked one of the bigger fish in, in our in our community. Uh, Coach Landon Harris, the athletic director at Maryville High School, he was wet, ready and willing to jump on the Red Hot Minute. Uh, he didn't really know what that meant uh, when he went into it, but we, we were able to sit down with him, talk to him about the Red Hot Minute, and ultimately learn a few things about our athletic director. But here's our this week's Red Hot Minute uh, brought to you by Underground Connections. If you need underground drilling and you don't want to do trenches, check out Underground Connections. Listen to this Red Hot Minute. And this week's Red Hot Minute is none other than Maryville High School's athletic director, the one, the only, Coach Landon Harris. Coach, as always, thanks for what you do for Maryville High School, but thanks for giving us a few minutes. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. I know that you're very busy man on Friday nights, but the Red Hot Minute is a 60-second shotgun-style question that kind of teaches everyone that, that listens about our player of the game from the week previous, but leading up to week one, we don't have that, so we wanted to learn about the key pieces behind the scenes at Maryville High School, and you do a great job as athletic director. Appreciate you you wanting to do this with us, being our week one Red Hot Minute. I'm ready, Wayne. The game begins in All right, Coach, when you're not on a football field, gym or diamond, what do you enjoy doing? I am on the trail in the Great Smoky Mountains. Good deal. What is your go-to karaoke song? We Are the World. Nice. What is your favorite TV show? Uh, It's no longer production, but the first three seasons of Arrested Development, the greatest comedy ever made. I did not mention the fourth season. Don't waste your time. Favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, chocolate vanilla swirl with dipped in fudge. Favorite holiday movie? Uh, <laughs> Christmas Vacation. In your opinion, who is the most intense coach on Maryville's coaching staff? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with a tie between Brandon Waters oh, and Nick White when he's not very happy. I like it. I like it. Put you on the spot there, Coach. But, hey, uh, uh, both great choices. Coach, as always, uh, you know, we talk often. I appreciate everything you do for Rebel Radio, but uh, you've outlasted this week's Red Hot Minute. Thank you so much. I appreciate what you all do for the Rebels. Thank you all very much. This Red Hot Minute has been brought to you by Underground Connection. If you have underground drilling and trench work is just not in the cards, check out Underground Connection. We're going to take a break, listen to some great sponsors. When we come back, it's going to be more of the Kitchen Tune up pregame show right here on rebel radio 95.7 do fm you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days not weeks with kitchen tune-up locally and family-owned kitchen tune-up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing painting new countertops and backsplash even a full custom kitchen makeover the skilled craftsman of kitchen tune-up can transform your outdated kitchen in days not weeks choose american-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing remodeling your expectations in days not weeks learn more at kitchentuneup.com kitchen tune-up is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football and welcome back to heritage high school jack renfro stadium where your red rebels are taking on the heritage mountaineers this is the kitchen tune-up pregame show and ben if you didn't know some of those things about coach harris you do now what what a what a good guy to, to help us out there it was a beaut, Clark. <laughs> it was a beaut. Uh, I will say, uh, We Are the World did spin me for a loop. I've never heard that karaoke, but 
I would be willing is all I'm telling you, Coach Harris, if you're listening. Uh, but, uh, you know, I want to take a minute. This is a this is a cool rivalry. You know, a Maryville and Heritage in-county rivalry just down the road. You go down East Lamar Alexander Parkway, and you're here in about 10 minutes. So it it is a road game, but it's a home game. And if you look at it, the Rebel faithful have rolled in here deep. Uh, the whole left side, if you're from where our vantage point, if you're looking at the stadium, it's on the right side. It's pretty, pretty red and black. So excited to see all the faithful out here. But, Ben, it's, it's a beautiful night for football. Like you talked about in your intro, mountain views aplenty here at Heritage High School and just uh, just one of the better views in, in high school football. Yeah, and year two for Coach Osavet. He did an exceptional job his first year, four and six, two and three in the, in the region. Um, excited to see what he brings to the field tonight. Well, and I thought I thought what he he did in that final game of the regular season had an opportunity to have a playoff berth in year one. What that would have done uh, for for the the ultimate growth, but I think just being in that position was a huge piece of growth for this program. Here here in year two, you you, you see a little bit more swagger out of the bunch. They played Alcoa in the Jamboree and looked them square in the face and did not blink. So I like what he's with the swagger. I guess you would say he's brought to the table, and ultimately I think he's poised to to have a really big impact in 5A this season. Yeah, and if you're a football fan, this Bolt offense is exciting to watch. It's a no-huddle spread, up-tempo. It places all that thought process on the quarterback, Wesley Deck. It limits the scheme on the line of scrimmage uh, for those uh, offensive linemen, but it's a, it's fun to watch. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But we did talk to our head football coach earlier this week, uh, get a little, little insight into what last season taught us and then ultimately what he's bringing into 2023. Uh, but let's talk, let's listen to our interview with Coach Derek Hunt at as he just looks back at 2022, but ultimately looks ahead to 2023. Let's listen to the coach. Coach Derek Hunt, thanks as always. Yeah, thanks for having me. We've talked in the offseason uh, a little bit. This is going to be a new look Red Rebels team. So let's look back a little bit. 2022, 10-4 overall record, but hindsight's always going to be 2020, Coach. Three of those four losses were state champions. What, what did you learn as a program from 2022? Well, you just learned that you're not invincible, you know, and – of course, we knew that, but anytime you play as good a schedule as we play, you're in, you're out. Um, you know, if you're not at your very, very best, you know, you can get beat. And we had to learn some tough lessons last year. Um, I think we learned a lot about ourselves as coaches as well. But the reality is we were playing our best football come playoff time. And that's what was so much fun was continuing to watch this uh, that 2022 team improve and get better and, and um you know, start playing really good football come playoff time and uh, start putting it all together. So that was really fun to do. And, Coach, you talked about that a little bit, just the emergence. You know, in other interviews we've watched, it was amazing as the season progressed. You know, when you lose Noah Vaughn at the West game, uh, in a lot of ways, a lot of programs, that would have been, you know, close-up shop. Let's look ahead to next year. But that's probably when when the, there was a lot of players that emerged from that injury and started taking on a bigger role, Gage Ledoux, namely being one of those. Yeah, obviously Gage stepped up and just had a phenomenal second half of the season. You know, once we lost Noah, guys like Eli or excuse me, Eli Elkins got hurt too, and you had guys like Jonah Arms stepping in at tight end as a sophomore, um, getting some valuable reps. Price Davis stepping in as a sophomore. You know, both those guys started against Oakland in the semifinal game. Those two sophomores. You know, and we competed. We competed really hard, and so um, 
Yeah, I mean, that, that's what's exciting as you move into a new year is, you know, at the very least, you've got a few guys who have played in some big moments, even if it was only for a couple of weeks. I think that's that's key pieces. Price Davis was another one in Jonah Arms. Those are great young men that at times really flashed a lot of hopefully what's going to be the, the future of Maryville High School football. But talk about what we're replacing this season. On paper, it's pretty daunting. 17 returning starters, but a lot of guys that were the second and third teamers on this football team have a lot of reps under their belt, right, Coach? Yeah, I mean, when you lose 17 starters, you know, obviously as a head coach, that's concerning. Um, it's hard to replace experience. You can't teach it. You just have to get it. You just got to do it. Um, but I'm excited about this group. You know, I, I think we've had one of the best off seasons we've ever had here. It's just from a, from, a, from a work standpoint. Work ethic has been high in this group of, of seniors and juniors who most likely will be counting on. There's certainly some sophomores sprinkled in there that I think can help us. Um, you know, so I don't. We're not lacking for bodies. We're just lacking for experience. And so, you know, that's what. You know, I don't feel like we're ready to start playing right now. But I don't think I'll ever feel like we're ready. We just need to get out and start going. And and you guys have have had two pretty tough scrimmages, Innsworth and Oak Ridge. Did those two give you a little bit more game experience with the, the those younger kids being kind of the guys now? Well, for sure. Yeah, you know, Innsworth and obviously a private school has some Division One talent, and then Oak Ridge always very athletic, super well coached. So. Um, that was good to see us go against those those type of teams, and you know you want to do that so that you can be prepared for what we're going to face in the in the regular season. So yeah, good stuff, good for our kids to get out there, especially and then you get to the jamboree where you can get them under the lights, kind of get a feel for what it's going to be like this Friday night. Under the lights this Friday night, the biggest uh, I don't want to say the biggest, but a big question mark is at the quarterback position. Two young men that have been working their tails off to 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 kind of name that that QB one spot, both. Grand Graham Coulter and Cobble. How have they progressed through this this fall camp, if you will, and what what's it looking like headed into Friday night? Well, first of all, they're two phenomenal young men. I mean, high character kids. Um, I enjoy uh, every second of the of the day getting to be around them and coaching them. Uh, they are extremely coachable. They work very hard. They both have high integrity. They're both great teammates, great leaders. So you know, I have a lot of confidence in both of them. They've had great off seasons. Um, they've put a lot of time in this summer. Both guys have done exactly what they should have done in the weight room. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about it. You know, certainly we've still got a long way to go. I think both of you, both of those guys would tell you they feel like they can get a lot better, and I would agree with them. Um, uh, like I said, still a long way to go, but they have certainly improved. They're both good runners. They both can throw it. You know, so it's not like we've got just a runner and a passer. You know, they can they can both do everything that we need them to do in this offense. As of right now, you know, we've been playing a couple. We've been playing both of them. You know, we'll see kind of what it looks like as we get into the season. And I would argue 2023's version of the Red Rebels may be deeper at the quarterback position because you've you've got also Manu and uh, the young Jones stepping in as as dressing freshmen. Yeah, both those both those young kids are impressive. You know, uh, I'm not sure. We've had two freshman quarterbacks as good as those two are, um, especially, you know, at, at that age. So two guys we're really excited about. Both of them have taken reps at the varsity. We kind of share that responsibility as the, as the third guy. Um, really excited about both of them. You know, there are also guys who, you know, if one of them's not a quarterback, the other one needs to be on the field, either at receiver or on defense or somewhere because, 
they're just good athletes, good football players. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're, we're excited to see what Friday night rolls out there at Heritage. But let's turn our eyes to the Mountaineers. Uh, Coach Osovit is in his second year there at Heritage. Year one had a significant impact in their offensive production. Again, his first outing was against the Red Rebels a year ago. But what do you see different here in year two for Coach Osovit's Mountaineers? Well, you know, the, the biggest thing for them is, is their quarterback, Deck. I mean, he's a heck of a player, you know. I thought he was good last year, and we got to play him the first game of the season. So, you know, it was his first game under, you know, under Coach Osovet in that offense. Now he's got a whole season under his belt. I'm sure, you know, he definitely feels more comfortable, more knowledgeable of what Coach Osovet's trying to accomplish schematically. Um, he makes them go. Uh, they definitely have some weapons, more weapons around him now. Uh, looks like they're they're more bought in on the offensive and defensive lines, which is, in my opinion, where they struggled the most, you know, the last few years. But that's changing, you know. And so they've got more kids. They've got kids buying in. They're obviously uh, being well coached. And, you know, it's going to be a good challenge for us. First game of the season going over there, back over there to Heritage again this year. And, um, you know, we're excited about it. Coach, starting a season on the road, is that good for a young football team or for an inexperienced football team, or, or what do you take away from being on the road game one? I guess you'd like to be at home, you know, but, you know, for us, it's it's just all, it's all the same, you know. The, the field's the same width and the same distance, and we got to go execute whether we're at home or, or over there. You know, you're playing on grass over there. It's one of the best fields in the state. I'm sure it has to be with the backdrop of the mountains. and It's got a fantastic Friday night feel. It's what it's all about. Coach, we're excited. We're excited to get going. We will be there at Heritage looking to cheer on our Rebels, but as always, Coach, appreciate the time, and I know you're, you're wanting to get back to prep, so we'll leave you alone for that. Sounds good, man. All right, Coach, this interview has been brought to you by Twin City Certified in Maryville, right there on West Broadway. Go check them out. It's the quality you deserve. We're going to take a break, listen to a great sponsor. When we come back, we're going to have more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you have junk that you need gone, give a buzz to Jumpy Gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Jumpy Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a buzz at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at jumpygone.biz. Jumpy Gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School Football Game of the Week. When there's stuff that you want gone, give a buzz to Jumpy And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, we're right here at Heritage High School to kick off 2023, first game of the regular season. Again, great interview with Coach Hunt, but he's all gas, no breaks, looking forward to 2023. Yeah, our buddy T-Roy did a great article this week on the school website talking about how he make that you know these kids may go 15 and 0 but he wants to build character first you know what you do in life is more important than what you do on the football field it's a great article if you can check it out i think that's absolutely great and and, and yeah and and he he makes a comment in there he says 15 and 0 at Maryville doesn't need to be the greatest thing that ever happens to you he says you need to go out and and do great things and do big things in life and this is just going to be a vehicle to get you there 
Yeah, I think he said it perfectly when he said, just let football be a conduit for its players to be better than yesterday. I think it's great. It's super great. But, yeah, junk be gone game of the week. Again, their slogan is, if you want, if you have stuff that you want gone, give a buzz to junk be gone. They do it all. They, they have garbage, uh, the driveway dumpsters. They do paper shredding. They have all kinds of great things and all kinds of products. So, if you need it gone, Give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. Yeah, they do demolition as well. I might need to call them to get some stuff removed from my house. Mike Such started that business in 2005 to spend more time with his family. Uh, it's a great business. Definitely give them a call. Absolutely, absolutely. But got great sponsors on board for 2023. Uh, Stevenson Tire, we'll talk about them here in a minute. They're going to bring us our starting lineup. Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams Realty, kickoff sponsor here tonight. Barnett Roofing will bring the halftime show. We're inside the kitchen tune-up pregame show. Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply, they're our post-game sponsor. You'll hear about them throughout the broadcast. Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down sponsors. Twin City Certified in Maryville, they brought you that Coach Derek Hunt interview. And El Himidor Mexican Grill, the touchdown sponsor. We're going to talk a lot about a lot of sponsors. That's just about half the list, Ben. So, again, stay tuned as we we got a lot to talk about, a lot to do here. Uh, but ultimately, uh, we're about to have the national anthem here, so we'll kind of keep it short here. Uh, but, but let's jump down to our sideline and see uh, what the heartbeat is down there on the sideline. And as I say that, they go to the national anthem. So, uh, Ben, let's take us a break, listen to these great sponsors. We're going to have a great national anthem and kick off this 2023 season. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt Award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denso team at denzocareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. 
El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And we are getting set for the kickoff here of the 2023 season against the Heritage Mountaineers. As I said before the break, let's actually do it this time, Ben. We're going to jump down to our sideline, Mr. Chris Hibbs, to give us the hippies' keys to the game, brought to you by Underground Connections. All right, we're going to see if the mic is on this time, and and we'll come back to him here in just a second. But we're going to look at our uh, starting lineup. Let's just jump to starting lineup. We'll do that just now. Uh, It is going to be brought to you by Stevenson Tire. Stevenson Tire has been a great sponsor for us for a very long time, and he is is connected with us yet again in 2023 to be the starting lineup sponsor. But on defense, uh, we'll start over there. On the line, it's going to be the end, Sam Young, the nose tackle, Bryce Goins, tackle, Jack Carter, linebackers at Sam linebacker, Hunter Olivet, Mike linebacker, Matthew Covert, Will linebacker, Gage Ledoux, and that bandit will be Caleb Reeves. Defensive backfield, the corners will be Hutton Jones and Royal Curtis, and the safeties, Nolan White and Zeke McCoy. Now we move to offense. On the line, tackle, left tackles uh, will be Alex Boyd. Right tackle uh, will be Blake Heckman. The guards, Henry Chambers on the left, Owen Steffes on the right, and the center, Amory. Wide receivers, Britton Barrett, Zeke McCoy, and Price Davis. And in the backfield, H-back Eli Elkins, running back Gage Ledoux, and quarterback tonight, Casey Cobble, will get the start. But I would expect to see a little bit of Graham Coulter sprinkled in. Sharing detail tonight for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's try uh, to get back to, to Mr. Hips. That was our starting lineup brought to you by Stevenson Tire. So we'll jump back down to the sideline, Mr. Chris Hips. Hey, fellas, I think I got too far over to Cade's Cove where you couldn't hear me. But I was going to say you was behind the first mountain <laughs> range, buddy. Yeah, sorry about that. But, yeah, three big keys tonight. I think key number one, build off the jamboree. I mean, they looked incredible on both sides of the ball, offensively, defensively. Uh, I think just get back to that run game, you know, Gage Ledoux. And, you know, also I love the young receivers that go on the outside. Secondly, win the line of scrimmage. I mean, Maryville's bigger on the offensive line this year. You got your uh, stalwarts, uh, Blake Hartman, Alex Boyd there. Use the big bodies, you know, uh, make some big holes for Gage Ledoux, especially on the defensive side. Get some pressure onto the quarterback, try to get some sacks this year. Uh, third, rely on that run game. I mean, Gage had a big game last year against Heritage. You know, didn't have to uh, do too much because the passing game was wide open as well. Of course, that's going to set up another great passing matchup today for the quarterbacks for Maribel. I think those are great keys, hippies, and we're going to come to you early and often tonight, so be ready to talk about the heartbeat there on the sideline for the Rebels. Thanks, fellas. 
All right, great keys to the game brought to you by our friends at Underground Connections, Inc. Check them out. Underground digging, sometimes trench work's not going to work, and if it doesn't, check out Underground Connection. I think Hippie was spot on tonight. The first play of the game in that jamboree, that jumbo package, 60-plus yard run by Gage Ledoux. He gets a private escort by Price Davis. Coulter throws a deep ball to Charlie Manu. Balanced attack by the Red Rebel by definition. When that point of attack, he talked about Heckman, 6'6", 295. Alex Boyd, 6'4", 270 back there on the tackle box. And then utilize that run game. Open up the pass last year when we played against Heritage. We had five receivers with over 20 yards and two with over 50. But that all started with that big play by Noah Vaughn on the first play of the game, Wayne. Absolutely. Great keys by Hippie and great ads by Mr. Metz right here. But as we look to tonight's game, uh, uh, the captains are lined up on both sides, but we're getting ready to get this thing underway. If you're listening in and not here, beautiful night for football. Very little wind, but it is blowing left to right here on Jack Renfro. And then ultimately, uh, it's just uh, it's time for football. It's the Red Rebels. It's the Mountaineers. Mountaineers are at home in their road re- or home red uniforms. White numerals, no no outline there. They got red football pants with white double stripes on either side, and their new traditional uh, football helmet, a white football helmet with a blue stripe, a little spike stripe down the middle, and heritage script on either side. The Red Rebels, on the other hand, they are in their road white jerseys, numerals in red trimmed in black, and their black football pants with red and white stripes on either hip traditional black rebel helmet with red rebel script on either side beautiful night beautiful matchup and ben we're about four minutes away from kicking this one away yeah good looking uniform combinations the temperature was 84 degrees when we got here and it started to drop the sun's dropping behind jack renfro right now so uh the crowd right now is covered in the shade yeah the track is beautiful here at heritage high school a lot of people walking the track they've got a snow cone vendor over there to try to beat the heat a little bit but like i said Rebels to our left, Mountaineers to our right, packed house here at Heritage High School. But let's take a break, listen to one good sponsor, and then when we come back, we're going to announce these captains and get underway for the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to Rebel Radio here live from Heritage High School where your Red Rebels are taking on those Heritage Mountaineers. Game number one in 2023 and Ben, you can cut it with a knife. Everybody here is excited for football. The captains for Heritage have been standing there for a couple minutes, and the, the officials are just waiting this thing down. 
clock has been set to 12, so let's go ahead and read those captains off. Uh, for the homestanding Heritage Mountaineers, number six, Reese Dickey. Number 11, Cole McCampbell. Number 55, Josiah O'Neill. And number one, a big factor in tonight's game. Wesley Deck, their quarterback. Also, these are going to be these are the noted captains for the season. And then for the Red Rebels, number two, Charlie Manu, number sixty, Luke Roberts, number thirty-two, Cameron Porter, and number forty-one, Royal Curtis. They now walk to midfield, stand on the block H here at Heritage High School, and uh, exchange cordials. They shaking hands and, and getting ready for the coin flip. Yeah, everybody's in the house today, tonight. You got the faithful. I've seen some posse cowboys. I've seen big drums. I've seen some tubas. Uh, ready to watch some football tonight. Yeah, absolutely. The Bolt offense in year number two, uh, from 21 to 22, Heritage went from scoring 14 or more points in three games in 21 to move to eight games scoring 14 or more points in 2022. So we'll see if they can take that next step, if they can make some changes defensively to slow down their opponent. But uh, it's about to, we're about to find out right here. Yeah, the big question mark is on the defensive side of the ball. Top six leaders in tackle last year are gone. Cyrus Smith with 15 tackles and one sack comes back. The key loss with tackle was Caleb O'Connor, 76 tackles and four sacks. Linebackers Eli Golder gone, Nathan McKenzie gone, Cameron Motes uh, was all reaching 5A gone. So uh, we'll see how they react tonight against this Maryville offense. Yeah, and I think there's going to be a lot of newness put on the Red Rebels as well as 17 starters are replaced, 10 of those coming on the defensive side. But the coin flip has been ahead. Maryville wins the toss and says, give me the football. They want to go on offense here. They're going to work left to right here at Heritage High School, Jack Renfro Stadium, and they're uh, it's about set to kick this thing off. It's going to be uh, the Cody Knuckles kickoff. We'll call it kickoff for Cody here uh, on Rebel Radio. And uh, they go to the sidelines, and it's time for football. Yeah, and getting the football reminds me of last year when Clemmer got the ball, the first possession of the game, does that little dump pass to Noah Vaughn, and he runs down the field for 80 yards to the south end zone for a score. Yeah, I think we just need to settle in, uh, get a really good either a handoff or a quick pass, get this offense settled in, and then just set in for the long haul, make a long drive and score. Officials split, and uh, a lot of them go to the left. A couple of them head back right now, but it's time for football. Receiving team out for the Red Rebels. Trying to get some numbers on the deep men. Looks like one of those are going to be big number seven, Gage Ledoux, and number one, Price Davis, both deep. Gage stands on our five, and Price is going to stand on about our nine, ten yard now. Ready to kick this one away. For Heritage, trying to get the number of the kicker. I think it's going to be 27. Uh, that is going to be Vladimir Artiga. It's a junior kicker uh, for the Mountaineers. Yeah, cousin to Joel Martinez. Coach O says he is just a live leg as Joel. Um, he's a football player converted to football player. Hey, here's the thing. They, they know how to work it, and they know uh, what to do with it. And so he's going to kick this one away to open 2023. He checks the sidelines. The approach is on by Hartiga, and he kicks it away, and it's football time in Maryville. He's going to be kicked directly to the up man. He's going to have to back up and get it. He gets across the 15, up to the 18, and that's all that's doing. That's going to be number three, Jackson Llewellyn, 
a 5'10", 160-pound junior with the return, and that's where the Rebels will take off first and 10. Tried to cut back up to the middle of the field. Guess who was waiting on him? Number 16, the senior linebacker, Cyrus Smith. Yeah, good coverage by the Heritage kicking team, uh, but ultimately a place to start is what we looked for and what we got. It's going to be Casey Cobble shotgun formation. Two receivers to the left, one, two to the right, and he's going to have Gage starts on his right hip pocket, and that's where he'll stay. He checks, takes the shotgun snap, a little pitch play to Gage. He's going to get 15, get 20, get 25, and down or up to the 31-yard line. It's going to be a nice pickup for a, just a quick pitch play, 12 yards on the game. Gets to the outside line there, thanks to Zeke McCoy, who's doing some good block work over there. Eventually, the tackle was made by number five, Owen Foister. Well, he got out in the flat, and, and what I love about Gage is he's not a dancer. He gets north and south. He did that, didn't even try to get out of bounds, and picked up a nice gain there. First and ten Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Going to make a shift, going to send Price Davis across the formation. No back out left. It's going to have him out wide left, one to the to the right, and it's going to have Gage Ledoux in the backfield. Quick handoff, no fake handoff, going to deliver it to Eli Elkins, and he is going to get the sideline and be pushed out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Pickup of four on first down, sets up second and six. Little decoy play there. Eli Elkins at tight end lined up, just kind of turns around, does a short out route towards the Heritage sidelines, drops the pass off to him. Cyrus Smith right there tackles him out of bounds. Yeah, you, you can't not play Gage do so I love the play action there. It's going to work a lot. So Cobble's going to stay in. He's going to stay in shotgun. Two receivers to the left. Gage to his right hip. Going to hand it to Gage this time. He goes right up the gut. He's going to get across the 40, push the pile, and he's going to get up near the 42-yard line. And he needed six. Ben, he got seven. First down, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Makes a cut back towards the right hash mark and trips on a sop choppy burr. And Thomas Bowers is right there to bring him down. He had a nice forward lean there. Probably got him an extra two yards. Cobble breaks the huddle, stays in shotgun. They're working left to right here at Jack Renfro. He's going to check Price Davis, moving him across the formation. He's going to get the sweep play. He's going to go behind Gage Ledoux's block, and he's going to get across near midfield, and they're going to say into Heritage territory, down to the Heritage 48-yard line, and that's going to be a nice pickup there, 10 yards, and another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Gage Ledoux gets the construction vest on and the shovel and starts doing all that work over there by the sidelines, opens up that run. 10-23 to go here in the first quarter, and the Rebels are in business. Cobble tries to get the hard count. Now he looks to the sideline to get the play. Heritage not fooled there. Now he checks it at the line of scrimmage, steps back in shotgun. He's going to take a high snap, hands it to Gage Ledoux, right off left hip, and Gage is going to get free. He's going to get across the 40. Needed one guy to beat, and I will tell you, that was good. a good bit of tackling there for the Mountaineers. Tackles Gage Ledoux inside the 40-yard line, down to the 38. That's going to be a pickup of 11 there, and another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Check it, 10-yard game. Great blocking over there by Heckman to open up that hole. All right, Cobble's going to quickly get them back to the line of scrimmage, running a little tempo here. Got to love it here as they've, they've ran several plays, and we're just under two or just over two minutes into this football game. Cobble's going to take the snap, fakes the handoff. Now he gets it out in the flat. That's going to be number six with the handoff. He's going to get free. He's going to get pushed out of bounds. Britton Barrett sure-handed out in the flat, and he's going to pick up another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down as they are down inside the Heritage 30-yard line down to the 28. 
Had some good blocking out there near the sidelines. Had nowhere to go. Had to just step out of bounds. 9.30 remaining here in the first quarter. And, uh, and again, all Red Rebels at this point started on offense, and that's where they stay. Cobble looks to the sideline. He's going to move Price Davis in motion right to left. He's going to give the sweep to Price Davis. He's going to cut it upfield. Good cut upfield. Nothing doing outside. He's going to get inside the 25-yard line down to the 22. And that's going to be a nice pickup there on first down. Pickup of six. It's going to bring up second and four. Definitely watch Price Davis this year. Lots of speed on that jet sweep. He gets out there. Cole McCampbell makes the tackle. I like it. They're working both left and right of the field right now. Cobble's going to give the handoff to Gage Ledoux. Little stutter step. He's going to go off right guard, and he's going to push the pile ahead forward. Needed four, got five. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down inside the Huddleston red zone. Just hits that A-gap, run right up the middle of the field there. Can't get much yardage, but does a lot of work. First red zone appearance for the Red Rebels here in the regular season. Let's try to make it a good one. 8.48 to go here in the first quarter. Again, Rebels in command as they march left to right here at Jack Renfro Stadium. Cobble's going to push Gates Ledoux out in the flat, going to look to get him the screen pass. He gets it to him. He is going to get across the 15-yard line, push the pile down inside the 15, down to the 11. But as he gets taken down, flags come out. I, I don't know that this one doesn't come back, Ben. Yeah, it looked like some holding there on number four, Zeke McCoy. Yeah, again, just trying to spring uh, Gage Ledoux loose. He does his job as from that standpoint. But he can't hold on to the jersey. They're going to they're gonna kind of gather and kind of get the call, and we're going to see what the white hat gives us. It's kind of a minute for us to breathe, Ben. Tell you, this has been a up-tempo, know-what-you're-going-to-do kind of drive for the Red Rebels. I love the way the look of this offense is. Very intentional. They know what they're doing. The, play, the call is going to be a hold against the Red Rebels, so kind of erase what Gage did, and we'll back it up a little bit. The new line of scrimmage will be at the Heritage 27-yard line as the Rebels go left to right. Trips to the left, going to have Britton Barrett out to the right. Now Price Davis comes back in. He's going to check with Cobble. Now he's going to have a jumbo pack. Price to his left, Gage to his right. Cobble takes the shotgun snap. He's going to fake it to Price Davis. Delivers out in the flat to Zeke McCoy. Zeke gets across the 20, and he is going to be back near the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be a pickup. I think it's a pickup of four on the play. So it's going to get a second and 11 is what they're calling on the scoreboard. So we'll see. Uh, must have been a long three game. Tackle was made by Clay Travis. Not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> it's going to be cobbled there. He's going to look to the sideline. Now he gets the plate, makes the check at the line of scrimmage. Stays with the jumbo pack. One receiver to the left, two to the right. Now he's going to fake to Gage Ledoux, delivering the flat. Going to get across the middle to Eli Elkins. Does he get across, Ben? He does. Touchdown, Rebels. Five-yard post route, middle of the field was open. Eli Elkins makes a nice catch. He goes, he celebrates, and the faithful begin to sing their song, Wayne. That's why Eli Elkins is an X-factor. He's such a big human. When he caught the ball at the five-yard line, he literally fell down like a tree into the end zone. Huge man, made huge moves, got into the end zone. Touchdown Rebels, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed. And it's going to be kicking for the Red Rebels. I believe that's number, I think that's 21. That is going to be a, a new kicker. That's going to be Hudson Jamerson 
uh, an H-back linebacker by trade, but he kicks the PAT up and doing. And the new score, Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebel 7 and the homestanding Heritage Mountaineers 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S.com. Family-friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. A 10-play, 82-yard drive, chewed up 4 minutes, 26 seconds, time of possession en route to a Red Rebel touchdown, an El Himidor touchdown as we are off and going here in 2023. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz as we get ready for the the Cody Knuckles kickoff right here. I want to give a shout-out to the Fulton community. I know this is kind of odd timing, but just wanted to make make it aware. We're thinking of that community. They lost a legend in, in Coach Bob Black, um, probably coaching Fulton for probably 50-plus years, uh, 80 years old, uh, passed away earlier this week. So just really want to be thinking about them and that community. But uh, as the kickoff return is had, they get across the 25-yard line en route and looks like it may be a little bit more, Ben, as there was a a penalty flag on the play looking to be against the Red Rebels. Might be a late hit out of bounds. Thomas Bowers uh, initially muffs the kick, fields it, and heads towards the Heritage sidelines, and it looks like there was some contact after after. Their original out is at the the Heritage 26-yard line. That's pre-penalty, so we'll we'll look to add that as Heritage will go right to left here at uh, at Jack Grimfro Stadium. They're going to call it against the Rebels. Now they're going to mark it off. And it looks like the new line of scrimmage will be the Heritage 39-yard line. So uh, a 13-yard penalty, Ben. That's, uh, That's interesting. Well, they did have some new rule changes. Hey, Wesley Deck will come out to lead the the Heritage Mountaineers. Uh, He's going to be in this bolt formation. He'll have a straightaway running back and two receivers to the left, two to the right. This is an offense that's really going to stress defensive backs, so I think we're going to learn early and often some of the new names in in the Rebel defensive backfield. Deck gets the shotgun snap. He's going to fake play action, gets it to number 30. He's going to get wide. He gets free, gets past the first guy, and that's going to be number 30, Dylan Burgess, a sophomore. Nice pickup for Heritage. Got eight yards. Jack Carter backs off of his position and maintains his assignment in the zone and makes the tackle. 7-0-4 to play in the first quarter, 7-0 Rebels. Deck's going to fake the handoff again, shotgun snap. He's going to get it to number 30 again. That's two plays and two to Dylan Burgess. So he is he is announcing his presence early here. A couple bubble routes, up-tempo offense. Caleb Reeves, the bandit linebacker, had to get over there and make the tackle. Yeah, both of those to the left, both play action. So uh, not a ton of variety here early for Heritage. Takes the shotgun snap. No play action, but still looking left. Now Deck's going to have to clear the pocket and get at what he can get. He's going to get upfield, pick up about four yards, and then just slide down to safety. It's going to bring up second and six. Live to fight another play. 
Yeah, the backfield was open. He makes a nice run, slides, protects himself. Hunter Olivet was right there in case. 6.38 to play and, and probably the longest break between plays so far for Heritage as they, they look to push tempo as well. This, uh, this game could get quick fast. As Wesley Deck looks in shotgun, he's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right, and it's going to be a design quarterback run. He's going to go right side all the way, and he is going to power forward. And he is going to get near the, the line to gain, actually going to get an extra yard. They're going to say first down heritage inside the Rebels 40, down to the Rebel 36-yard line. Zeke McCoy and Sawyer McNelly in on the tackle. Deck quickly back to play, takes the shotgun snap, a little one-step drop, wants to uncork it. He's going to go wide, and it's going to be high and out of bounds, out of out of harm's way as it's going to fall incomplete. First stoppage of the clock, I think, as 6.06 remaining in the first quarter. Wesley Deck incomplete. Royal Curtis gave a lot of cushion over there on that out route. It was there to be had. Ball goes high in between his hands. Second and 10, ball on the Rebel 36-yard line as Heritage again goes right to left. If you're just joining us, 7-0 is the score. Rebels score early on an Eli Elkins cross-the-middle pass. Wesley Deck looks to the sideline. Now he's going to take the shotgun snap, gives the handoff. Now he's going to stutter step outside number two, and that is going to be read well and tackled well after a short gain. That's going to be number two, Braden Cooper, and that is a, a junior. Uh, tried to hit the hole, thought better of it, went outside. And how about Zeke McCoy getting out there? He makes a cut towards the Maryville sideline. McCoy comes down, breaks down, makes a nice tackle. Jonah Arms was in the backfield, somehow loses his helmet. And he'll have to check out for this play to, to get that back uh, back snapped up. Deck's going to stay in shotgun. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Going to have a running back to his left hip pocket. He's going to look to throw. Now he's going to have to just clear out there. Now Deck's going to tuck it, turns running back, and he is going to be stood up and backed up as it's going to be right at the initial or the new line of scrimmage. That's going to bring up fourth down. That was, gonna, a, that was a heady play by Wesley Deck. I think he was trying to get to the outside. They sealed that edge. He gets to the middle of the field, and those zone linebackers step up, and we're able to stop Deck. In no man's land, Heritage is going to go for it. That's going to be fourth down, and they're, they're going to check somebody on from the sideline. Nearly, nearly had their own substitution infraction. He's going to rethink it, looks to the sideline. Now he's going to check his, his line. He's going to snap, and then he's going to get it. Now it's a quick kick. And that is going to be had by our up man. Really, really wasn't prepared for that. It's going to be number 10 for the Red Rebels. Uh, that's going to be Nolan White, and he's just going to knee it right there. And the Rebels will take over first and 10 on their own 14-yard line. That is a – that is a – got to get this right, Ben. <laughs> that is a – I'm trying to get it right. I'll get it the next time. That's an uh, Delosier Auction Company. Uh, defensive stop. When you got a list like we do, I've got a Rolodex here, and uh, we're just going through them. But, no, Delosier Auction Company, if you have a situation where not only you need to sell, but you need an auction, an estate auction, check out Delosier, Delosier Auction Company. All right, we're going to see uh, what the quarterback situation looks like. It's Graham Coulter in there right now. He's going to pitch play to the left of Gage Ledoux. Gage gets wide and gets free. He's going to get across the 20, 25, 30, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds. Where'd they say they pushed him out, Ben? They're going to say at the 34-yard line. Big pickup by Gage Ledoux and the first play by Graham Coulter. They do a bunch formation on the left hash mark, and Gage just goes with it. Cole McCampbell, number 11 for Heritage, was in on the tackle. Looks like about a 20-yard pickup there. Uh, as they, they started on their 14 and made it to the 34. So, uh, nice pick up there. As uh, Graham Coulter will get a second play, he'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left, and he'll have Royal Curtis in the backfield with him. 
437 to go in the first quarter. 7-0 Rebels. He's going to play action to Royal Curtis. Looks to uncork it. Long ball in the air, and it is just beyond the outstretched hands of number six, Britton Barrett. Nice play. Good-looking ball. Just outrun his receiver, and uh, that, that'll be there later on. So just kind of put a mark on that one. But incomplete, Britton Barrett. It's going to be second and ten. That play right there shows heritage. You got to respect the deep ball. Price Davis was over here doing a 10-yard post route towards the middle of the field, and you got deep routes on the outside. Oh, yeah, he he uh, he definitely saw something. And Britton Barrett, like I said, a quick cat and just uh, unable to, to get up, catch up with that one. It's going to be Graham Coulter. He's going to be a design quarterback run. He's going to tuck it, go straight ahead forward, and he is going to push the pile forward. A tough, headsy play right there as he's going to pick up five on second down. Sets up third and five. You're going to hear his name quite a bit tonight, number 16, Cyrus Smith on the tackle. 33 tackles last year, three for a loss, one sack. Fakes it to Royal Curtis, tries to go up the middle of the field, and Cyrus is sitting there waiting on him. I think that says a lot about Graham Coulter's athleticism. He knew where he wanted to go and got there in a hurry. Graham Coulter back in shotgun. He's going to look to the right-hand side. Tries to get the hard count. Now he's going to check to the sideline. He'll have Gage Ledoux to his left. Check it right, hip pocket. He's going to have three receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to roll the pocket to the right-hand side, looking downfield. He's going to try to set up, and he's going to chuck it downfield. Had a receiver downfield, and they're going to say he trapped it incomplete, intended for Eli Elkins. Elkins doesn't agree with it, but that's the call. It's going to set up fourth down. That was a slow developing play towards the sidelines. Owen Foister was not going to have it. He was going to chase him down. There was a throw, and it was marked incomplete. Yeah, now we'll be in pump formation, kicking it away. Looks to be number four, Zeke McCoy, and uh, and we'll see uh, see what kind of leg he has. You know, Wide receivers being the punter has been kind of a thing at Maryville High School. Marquez Fortenberry, uh, Markel Fortenberry, uh, he kicked here for a couple years and could boom them at times. So let's see what Zeke McCoy can do with this one. Deep man uh, for Heritage will stand on his own 25-yard line. He fields it cleanly. He's going to kick it away, and that's an end-over-end kick that he's going to chase, and he is going to get stood up, trapped, and jacked by Gage Ledoux. He's going to be taken down at his own 35-yard line and breath may be the last thing he's looking for. Gage Ledoux just hauls down the middle of the field, and I haven't seen a tackle like that since Joe Mantegna. Well, I'll tell you this, and he, he, you know, I wish the best for this kid. He's still he's still down on the field, but I will tell you this, Gage Ledoux, I, we often talked about a running back turning linebacker or turning a, a, a tackler. Uh, Gage Ledoux knew what he wanted to do there, uh, form tackle as best, head to the left, and just wrapped, picked up, and slam to the turf. So wish wish this Heritage Mountaineer the best. Let's take a break. Listen to our great sponsors right here. As number 17 gets up for Heritage, we'll kind of hold right here. He kind of had me faked out right there. Number 17, that's going to be Zach Davidson, a wide receiver, a senior on this team, fearless on that return, and Gage Ledoux met him in the hole. Yeah, glad Zach's all right. He is an exceptional receiver, 43 receptions, 631 yards, four touchdowns last year. Glad he's all right. Yeah, Wesley Deck probably just had the wind knocked out of him again. Two guys going full head of steam. Both those guys seniors. That's a lot. That's a lot making contact. So Wesley Deck will come out for his second series here. Again, going right to left. 327 to go here in the first quarter. And looking to crack the scoreboard as it now reads the Rebel 7. The homestanding Mountaineer zero. Wesley Deck and shotgun take a high snap. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to keep it go right. He's got a little room to move. And Zeke McCoy, nice angle, is going to catch him and drop him after a pickup 
I'm going to say six yards on that one. It's going to be second and four. Yeah, Royal Curtis got kind of hung out in no man's land. Zeke McCoy was there to help back him up, but they got some positive yardage on that run. Yeah, he is a, he is quick for the size he is. Wesley Deck's a big kid, uh, and he uh, he knows how to get where he wants to be pretty quick. He's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. He's, again, going to give the handoff this time to number four, and he's going to get stood up and dropped by Zeke McCoy. That's going to be Walter Gould, a freshman running back for the Heritage Mountaineers. Walter Gould makes a nice cut back towards the Maryville sidelines. Zeke McCoy was there waiting to make his play. Yeah, no gain on the play. Going to set up third and four. He's going to stand there, try to get a hard count. Maryville not moving. Disciplined football wins football games, and you can tell they've worked on it. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Wesley Deck has a backer to his left hit or to his right hip pocket. Takes the shotgun snap, a little token play action. He's going to uncork it downfield, and just like that, too long, incomplete. It'll bring up fourth down. Nice look, one-on-one coverage with the receiver, trying to get the number of the intended receiver, but. At the, end of, at the end of the day, too long as it was intended for number 81, Armani Dunn, a junior wide receiver. Wesley Deck does a three-step drop on a fade route. It was right It was right there. It was perfectly executed. Royal Curtis was beat and just overthrown. 42 is going to be out in pump formation. That's going to be Spencer Kepley, and he will uh, kind of be in short formation, stands at his own 31-yard line. Gets the ball clean, a little two-step, a high spinner, as uh, we're going to stay away from it, it's going to bounce at the 30, take a heritage bounce, and it's going to come to rest at the Rebel 8-yard line. Nice punt there by Zeppley, and uh, really sets up Maryville deep in their own territory, looking to, to get back on the right side of the field. On a kick like that, what's the old saying, I'd rather be luckier than good on a roll like that? <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, the way it was spinning, it wasn't end over end, so you didn't know where it was necessarily going to go. Best move, stay away from it. <laughs> And we'll see who comes out at quarterback. So just to check back at 7 to nothing Red Rebels as we are 2.05 to go here in the first quarter. We've had a series with uh, Casey Cobble. We've had a series with Graham Coulter. And I believe Casey Cobble's back out there for Series 3. I think that's Coulter. Let me see. He's going to turn broadside. Now that's Casey Cobble. He's going to hand it off to Gage Ledoux. Gage is going to weave his way through Heritage defenders up past the 20 and all the way out to the 25-yard line. And just like that, another Dwight Price of Realty Executive first down, but better yet, Ben, a lot of room. Gage Ledoux says cha-cha-cha now, y'all. He weaves (laughs) in and out of those hash marks before number 11, Cole McCampbell, makes the tackle. Yeah, quickly gets back to the line of scrimmage. Going to have two receivers to the right, a little stand-up Eli Elkins, and he is going to say, hey, let's do it again, Gage. Gage going to go across right guard, and he's going to get a head forward across the 30-yard line to the 31, and that's going to be a pickup of about six there on first down. Set up second and four. Just a run designed up in the middle of the defense there, and the box was muddy, Wayne. A lot of movement for Heritage's defense, I think, attacking what we're doing, not necessarily setting up their own formations. Going to have two wide outs, one left, one right, and going to hand it to Gage again. Gage going to get wide right. He's going to get out of a shoestring tackle, and he is not going to get much here. He's going to pick up two, but another bit of laundry on the field. We'll see if it's in the neighborhood of holding, Ben. Yeah, tried to make a cut back towards the Maryville sidelines, and Carson Weber, number 18, the edge, made the tackle. Yeah, I, I will say they got upfield pretty good there. Gage was trying to get wide right, get upfield, and there was a guy right in his face pretty pretty quick. It is going to be holding against the Red Rebels, so kind of erase that one, and we're going to back it up. 
The new new here is a an example of the new penalty though. That penalty will be assessed from the previous line of scrimmage, not where it happened. And so they're going to back this thing up. It's going to go back to the Rebel 21-yard line. Uh, so it will be a full just 10 from the previous spot, previous spot the 31. And so there's the new rule in action, Ben. Makes it a lot easier for the officials and the coaches. I think I, I think you're exactly right. Casey Cobble moves Royal Curtis from his right to his left, gives Gage a break, and have three receivers to his left, one to his right. He's going to give it to – no, he's going to keep it himself. He's going to go off right guard, power across the 25 and out to the 28-yard line. That's a gutsy seven yards there for the junior. As we are now under a minute to go here in the first quarter, we'll see if they, they just let this one run out. 30 seconds exact. And they're looking to the sideline to get the play. Cyrus Smith has been playing excellent football. He makes the tackle there. Third and seven upcoming. Again, ball on the Rebel 27-yard line. We're going to bring it to the line of scrimmage. Probably this will be the last play of the first quarter. Casey Cobble, two receivers to the right, two to the left. Royal Curtis to his right. He's going to push him out in the flat. Are we going to look screen pass? He looks right, looks back left, gets it to Eli Elkins. He's going to get clear. He tries to clear the defender. He does and gets up to the 40, 39-yard line, and that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. What a play and way to sell it. He fakes it, the decoy out in the flat to number 41, Royal Curtis. He turns his head, hits Eli Elkins, and gets some big yardage. Well, what was cool about that play is Cobble never looked to Elkins. He, he sent – Royal Curtis to the right flat. At the snap of the ball, he looks to Royal Curtis and then snaps back to Eli Elkins, delivers a good ball. And Elkins, I mean, he looked like he was going up for a dunk. He had those wide gate, had long strides, and he was getting to the first down marker. First and ten Red Rebels, and that's the end of the first quarter of play. At the end of one, your Rebels seven, the homestanding Heritage Mountaineers zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. We'll be right back. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. Looking at first quarter stats, 7-0 on the scoreboard individually. Gage Ledoux, 7 carries, 80 yards. Price Davis, 2 for 15. Casey Cobble, 1 for 7. Graham Coulter, one for five. So running the quarterbacks early in this one. Eli Elkins leads the receiving category. Three catches, 33 yards. Overall, Rebels, 11 plays, 107. Heritage Mountaineers, six plays, 19 yards. And quickly, we're going to get it back to the line of scrimmage, and we're going to run that one ahead forward. First and 10, turns to second and four as a big pickup of six yards. Thanks to Jeff. Thanks the jet sweep and runs up the middle of the field. And guess who? Number 16, Cyrus Smith. Yeah, he's the middle of the field guy. Nice pick up there. Yeah, Wayne, if it's up to me, Eli Elkins had a great first quarter. Cyrus Smith, opposite side of the ball, had a great first quarter. Yeah, those two are, are leading candidates early uh, for their, their respective players of the game. 
It's going to be Casey Cobble takes it, looks right. He's going to keep it himself. Heritage reads it perfectly. And the ball on the ground. I think he was down on the play, but Eli Elkins jumps on it anyway. It's going to be a loss of one on the play as he scrambles to the left, gets stood up, and then uh, this lives to fight another play. Yeah, hats off to number seven, Dominic Stevens there. That's a tough play to read as a defensive back. He stays home, goes in, makes a nice tackle for the Mountaineers. Yeah, it's going to bring up a third and six ball on the Rebel 43-yard line as they now work right to left here at Jack Renfro Stadium. Uh, but Heritage trying to get off the field here, and really Maryville trying to add to their lead. Currently a 7-0 advantage. Cobble's going to take the snap. He hands it to Gage Ledoux. Gage going to go right up the middle, push the pile. He needed seven, and they're going to – or needed six. He got seven, Ben. First down, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Great run because number 11, Cole McCampbell, that edge, tried to do everything he could to stop him. Yeah, good run by Gage. When you need when you need yardage, go to your bell cow, and they do that. Gage Ledoux is going to go right back in the same hole. He's going to go straight ahead forward. And, Ben, it's, it's an instant five yards. He's going to push into Heritage Territory uh, down to the 46-yard line. It's actually going to be a pickup of four. It'll set up second and six. Good push there by Henry Chambers on the offensive line, number 54. Yeah, really just uh, just trying to, to kind of push the issue, use the physicality of Gage Ledoux to put some wear and tear on this Heritage defense. Correction, that's 74 Henry Chambers. Sorry. There you go. There you go. I, I got you. So it looks like Gage is going to get a quick break. It's going to be Royal Curtis at the running back position. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Check it. Eli Elkins goes left to right in, in motion. Cobble's going to hand it to Royal Curtis. He's going to stutter step, gets free, gets inside the 40-yard line and down to the 38-yard line of Heritage. That's a nice pickup for the uh, for the, the secondary runner, and that's going to be, I think, a 12-yard pickup for him. No, it's going to be it's going to be an 8-yard pickup. Makes a cut back up towards the middle of the field, tries to get further down the field, but Cole McCampbell, number 11, is right there to make the tackle. Now Royal Curtis will check out. See who's checked into the running back position. It's going to be Price Davis. Price Davis normally in a slot back situation this offense. So they're going to take the snap. They're going to hand it to Price. Red well by Heritage. Three Mountaineers in the backfield, and they're going to drop him for a two-yard loss. Just a good read by Heritage. Nothing much doing there as it's going to be it's going to be second 12. Yeah, check the expiration date on that tag, number 16. Cyrus Smith gets in the backfield, makes a nice tackle. Nobody was there to take him down. Really kind of freight trained it there, absolutely. But it looks like Price is going to stay in there at back. And uh, two receivers to the left, two to the right. Cobble's looking to the sideline. Second down, 12 yards to go. We'll see if they stay on the ground or choose to put it in the air. Cobble's going to move Price to the left-hand side. Play clock under five. He takes the snap play action to Price, going to deliver to Britton Barrett. Britton Barrett gets wide, gets inside the 40-yard line, down to the 36, and that's going to pick up. It's going to pick up about four yards, and it's going to bring up second or third and seven. Number 13, Denham Jackson, in on the tackle. Eli Elkins was over there, but he was outmanned. Made one good block, two guys. Denham Jackson was one of them there to make the tackle. I think this is a two-play situation, Ben. You're kind of in no man's land. Gage Ledoux checks back into the matchup. It's going to be Eli Elkins moving left to right across the formation. Now you'll have three receivers to the right-hand side. Britton Barrett one-on-one. Cobble checks it. Gage Ledoux to the right. They're going to hand it to Gage Ledoux. Stutter step. He's going to push the pile ahead forward. 
and he's still running, and he's down near the 30-yard line. They're going to say forward progress stopped at the 30, so it's going to be a nice pickup, but it's going to set up fourth and two. Gage Ledoux made it by that first level of defense, and then he gets to the linebackers, and Cyrus Smith is there to make the tackle. Uh, he heads to the sidelines. Look like, looks like he got the wind knocked out of him. I swear, this this drive is chewing up clock. We are under seven and a half minutes to go here in this first half. 7-12 remain in this second quarter, and the, the Red Rebels are okay just to, just to steady as you go on the offense. It's going to be Cobble going under center here. It's going to be a big package, real tight, no, no receivers out wide. And just like that, the Red Rebels just wanted to see what defense we were looking at on fourth down, and they're going to take a timeout. Let's take one with them. A Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on 95.7 Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you deserve. And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. Your Rebels lead the Heritage Mountaineers 7 to nothing with 6.58 to go in this one. We're going to jump to the sideline. Chris, what's the heartbeat there for the Rebels on the far side? Hey, guys. Yeah, this big fourth down play, I just heard Derek go say, we got this, don't worry. And the entire offensive line said, we got it, don't worry, coach. Here we go. And it's going to be under under center for Casey Cobble. Again, tight package, no wideouts. So he's going to go under. Tries to get the hard count, no gets it. And Gage Ledoux going to go forward. He gets the first down and more, and he's going to push Mountaineers inside the 25-yard line down to the 23. And the fan in themselves, that says bring the chains this way. Yeah, stack formation, and guess who Guess who Gage follows? He follows number – he follows Eli Elkins and number 17, Zach Davidson, makes the tackle. Yeah, a little power play there. First and 10 Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Worked the first time. Let's go again. Gage gets left. He gets wide. He goes 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown, Rebels. Gage gets to the outside. That edge opened up. And he gets into the end zone. Yo-ho, Red Rebels. Yeah, Gage Ledoux powered through those last three yards, got out of a a leg tackle, and just forced his way into the end zone. I don't know. I don't know. They're they're calling it back, but I can't take that excitement back, Ben. I'll tell you, what a half, though, by Cyrus Smith. He's really giving it his all down there for the Mountaineers. A shoelace touched out of bounds, so it'll be first and goal uh, from the one-yard line. And uh, we'll, we'll see where we go from here. Looks like Cobble's going to stay under center. Let's see if he takes it himself. Cobble's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to Price Davis, and he'll go in untouched. Let's do it again, man. Touchdown, Rebels. Nice play by Price Davis. Just makes a cut up to the middle of the field. Nice touchdown. Hey, you know, sometimes sometimes it's okay. You just spew a little excitement. You just reset. Ken Main gets me right. And then we go back at it. Price Davis gets in there. That's going to be a touchdown and really a nice read by him because I I felt like Cobble was going to try to take it himself. I thought it was a good read, yeah. It's going to be 21 kicking this extra point. That's going to be number 21, Hudson Jamerson. Again, a 6'2 sophomore 
It's going to be up and true. And your new score, the Denzo scoreboard reads, your Rebels 14, the homestanding Heritage Mountaineers 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. We'll be right back. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home. With the right price. From the Hep Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. And welcome back to Heritage High School here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben with 619 to go here in the first half. Rebels lead 14 to nothing. We had one touchdown, but we had two touchdowns, didn't we? I feel like we had two worth of emotion and we had one worth of points on the board. That's what happened. But Preston Trenum's gonna kick this one away. Thank you. Right into the sun here at Heritage High School as it's looking to set to our left. And he's going to kick this one away. Deep for the Mountaineers will be number seven. He's going to take it at about his three. And he's going to put five. Number seven for Heritage. That's going to be Dominique Stevens, a senior wide receiver defensive back. Good kickoff return. Lee, uh, Riley Lee, number 28, in on the tackle. I will say love the hang time of Preston's kick as it really allowed the Rebels coverage team to get down there. There's a lot of hats there, a lot of credit there to Dominique Stevens. Defense going to be out there hurry and ready, and it's going to be Wesley Deck to bring the troops out there. Not necessarily as spunky as he was to start the game. He, he's had the weight of this football team on his shoulders, and he's, he's carried it well so far. He has. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. He'll take the shotgun snap. He'll hand off. No, he keeps it and delivers in the flat to number 10. A little screen pass to 10, and he's going to pick up a yard, maybe two, and that's complete. Uh, I don't have a 10 on my roster. Uh, so for Heritage, I'm not sure. Caleb Reeves gets out there in the flat and makes a nice tackle. Nice play defensively to limit that gain. It's going to be second and eight, they call it. It's going to be Wesley Deck looking to throw it. He's looking right. He finds number 30. He's going to get it, and it's going to be 34-35 yard line pickup right at the line to gain, and they're going to say enough for a first down. That's going to be Dylan Burgess. He's been uh, Deck's go-to receiver. Ran some deep routes on the sidelines to open up those short routes towards on the outside. Number 35, Caleb Reeves had to come down and make the tackle. Quickly trips to the left, two receivers to the right. Wesley Deck by himself in the backfield, takes the shotgun snap. Looks right. He's going to throw a rocket to 81. Popped at the the catch and got away from it, and he's going to push ahead forward to the 44-yard line. Pickup of nine there on on first down. It'll bring up second and one. Looked like the same play from the previous uh, down. A lot of exchanges going in and out for the Red Rebels, trying to keep fresh bodies on defense. Wesley Deck takes the shotgun snap. He's actually going to fake the handoff. No, he gives the handoff to number two, and he's going to get free. He's going to get into Rebel territory, down past the 40-yard line, down to the Rebel 37. Got some good blocking on the backers. Had to rely on number 10, Nolan White, to make the tackle. First down, Heritage, they're going to run tempo. And quickly, as they try to run tempo, 
I think there's going to be a timeout, and, and Heritage, as head coach, is fired up. Coach Osavet out on the field trying to rev his troops up, and Maryville goes to the sideline again, trying to figure out that bolt just turned a notch. Up-tempo offense, it causes a lot of headaches for a defensive coordinator. Good uh, good execution there. Again, but Red Rebels all over it, just at the point of attack, didn't wrap up number two for Heritage. That's going to be Braden Cooper. Uh, he, he gets some nice yardage there. Yeah, earlier in the drive, it looked like they ran the same play twice. When you run that up-tempo offense, off, uh, oftentimes if you don't get that play call in quick enough, the quarterback, Wesley Deck, will just go with the same play. And in that case, it worked out very well on the previous play. Absolutely. I apologize for not getting score updates from around the area. If you've been a part of the broadcast, it's been a little eventful. A lot of things going on, a lot of plays, not a lot of time in between them. But around our area, Farragut's got a big game tonight with Dobbins Bennett. We'll get a we'll get a score update at the half. Bearden actually plays tomorrow, but they play Knox West. Excited about that one. You can actually catch West's broadcast on our sister station, 94.3 Jack FM. Uh, Bradley Central will take on McMinn County. Uh, and Greenback takes on Loudon. Alcoa actually plays tonight in Ravenwood, just getting underway. But back to action after the timeout. It's going to be Wesley Deck with a fresh set of downs. He's going to take a shotgun snap, looks right, a little way off play action, and he's going to get stuck, but he's going to uncork it, and it's going to land in the end zone out of harm's way. But I'll tell you, Jonah Arms just met Wesley Deck in the backfield. Yeah, great blocking up front by Heritage, but Jonah Arms sweeps around and comes in, and Wesley Deck didn't see him coming, and Jonah Arms was there to cause some confusion. He heard ding, ding. Jonah Arms, the dinner bell, just, just rocked Wesley Deck. It's going to be, he's going to look for play number two. It's going to be play action. Now he's going to hold the ball, catch it up, and he is going to try to get left by himself. And who's there to tackle him? Number 44, Jonah Arms. Yeah, Zach Hample slows him down a little bit, and Jonah cleans it up. We're going to say, they're going to say no gain. I'm going to give him a half yard, and it's going to bring up third and a long nine. And we're going to see. We're going to see what a lot of times the bolt and, and really any up-tempo offense, if you don't hit that big play on first down, it does put you behind the sticks. Wesley Deck's going to look to throw it again. He's going to try to connect with his guy across the middle. He does. Number 17 inside the 20, down near the 15, and that's going to be a huge pickup for the Mountaineers as they're nearing, they're in scoring position. Backers move up, open to the, the, the middle of the field, opens up, and Nolan White makes the tackle on the post route. Zach Davidson, the receiver there, as he picks up big yardage, 21 yards on the pickup. Deck's going to have three receivers to the left, one to the right. And now he's going to try to go behind his blockers. He's going to stutter step, and he's going to weave his way inside the 15-yard line down near the 12, and he is going to be inside their red zone. 3.45 to go, and Heritage looking to put points on the board here in the first half. Yeah, this is a guy who isn't afraid to run. 437 yards rushing, 11 touchdowns last year, Wayno. Got a wide set, two to the left, two to the right. Deck's going to a little stutter step, fake play action, and he's going to deliver two the intended receiver, number 17, Zach Davidson, at the corner of the end zone, incomplete, too high. That's, too, that's too, a lot for a tall receiver. Yeah, two talented football players down there, Zach Davidson and Hunter Joe. Uh, Davidson, yeah. yeah. Zach, Hunter Davidson, and, and really, you look at it, uh, Wesley Deck had the defense spread as thin as you're going to, had two two defenders basically on the outside hash mark, or two receivers on the outside hash marks, and just making the middle of the field kind of vulnerable. So it's going to be Wesley Deck. 
Shotgun formation. He moves number two in motion left to right. Now he's going to look to screen pass to him. Low pass, but he corrals it. He's going to get wide. Gets inside the 10, inside the five, and it is going to be enough for another first down. It'll be first and goal, Mountaineers, on the Rebel four-yard line. Got that ball out near the Heritage sidelines, number 24. Matthew Cover tries to close in as fast as he can, makes the tackle. Yeah, running tempo. Now they're looking to the sideline to see the play call. It's going to be Wesley Deck. I, I would expect him to see the football here in, in, in goal line situation. Wesley Deck gets a high snap, has to corral it, throws the timing off, and he's going to try to get to the end zone. He does. Touchdown, Mountaineers. And the, and the Heritage faithful, they erupt here, and the sideline erupts. This is a big moment as they score here uh, in the first half of play. Nicely executed play by Wesley Deck. Ryan Henry gets in the backfield, and he gets faked out by Wesley Deck. He takes out the wrong runner. Deck just trots into the end zone for a touchdown. 2.57 to play in this one, and the lead could be cut in half. 14-6, the Denzo scoreboard now reads. and looks like number 27 for the Mountaineers are set to kick the, the extra point. That will be Vladimir Artiga. The junior kicker, and looks like we're uh, we're going to step to the sideline and think about it. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. Let's take it right here with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing. Remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. This is head coach Derek Hunt. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Go Rebels. And welcome back to Rebel Radio here live from Heritage High School. The Mountaineers have just scored with 2.57 to go here in the second quarter. Your Rebels, though, lead 14-6. 11 plays, 75 yards, 3 minutes, 22 second time of possession. Artiga will try attempt the extra point. Wesley deck to hold. It is held down. The kick is up. And the score, the lead is now at half. 14 to 7. The Denzo scoreboard now reads. Very excited, as they should be, are the Heritage sideline. But the Rebels got a snap and clear. You've got time on the clock, 257 in any of the past years. That's plenty of time to put that lead back up. Couple big plays made by Wesley Deck, that post route to set up the touchdown. Well executed. A senior quarterback makes a lot of difference. And and Wesley Deck, you know, he was nice last year, a very athletic kid, but we saw him in the first game in Coach Osavet's offense. Now he's got – now this is his 11th game in Coach Osavet's offense, and you can tell he's a lot more fluid, a lot more comfortable, and he's showing it on the football field here tonight. Represents the first touchdown for Heritage. Yeah, very confident football player right now. And looks like the Rebels will be out in return formation. You've got Gage Ledoux deep. Uh, also see, looks to be Britton Barrett. And number three, uh, that is going to be Jackson Llewellyn. Llewellyn. And he is, uh, from what I understand, he is the fastest kid on this football team. Mm. A little nugget there. Yeah. So, so looks like Barrett and Llewellyn will stand at the 10-yard line. Gage will be the deep man. Stands at his own five. Let's see how the Red Rebels respond. Artiga will be the kicker here as well. Looks like a one-man kicking show for the Mountaineers is Artiga. 
He's going to kick it from his own 40-yard line. Approach is on. Kick is away. And looks like it is going to go to Llewellyn at the two-yard line. Llewellyn gets upfield, gets to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Erased is the lead. 25, 20, 15, 10. Jackson with Llewellyn, ladies and gentlemen, just erased the lead. Touchdown, Rebels. Like a rocket, he just careens up the middle of the field, goes down the hash mark. Into the end zone, touchdown Red Rebels. Talk about snap and clear mentality. Jackson Llewellyn caught the football at the two-yard line, 98-yard return touchdown here, and all green grass from about midfield on. I'm looking at Ken, the master of math, Maine. I think that was 98 and a half yards. We call him fast finger Ken for a reason. He's already got it up there. Zero plays, 98 yards, about four seconds time of possession. A great drive there as a, a response. We talk about it. it this, is a, this is a four-quarter football game. That doesn't win it for us. But what that does mentally for the sideline, what it does for the bunch, that is uh, that is uh, that's something to be happy about. Looks like we just had a sideline warning against the Rebels. Hey, emotion's a thing. Emotion's a thing in football, and we just showed a little. Scored a touchdown, and the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 20 and the homestanding Mountaineers 7. Number 21 uh, will be Hudson Jamerson to kick the extra point. And uh, that's a good point PA guy just brought up. Uh, this first one is a warning. The second one will be will be kind of penalty yardage. Yeah, you got to typically on that sideline, there's a line right there where the official and the, uh, the line crew can go up and down. You got to stay on that opposite side. And looks like the kick is up and good. Jamerson perfect tonight. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 21, the homestanding Mountaineers 7. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. Folks, you shop for tires, TVs, washing machines, and cell phones. Why not shop your mortgage? Volunteer Home Mortgage has multiple lenders to compare rates and terms for the best possible deal for your needs. That's one-stop shopping. Call me and see how brokers are better. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655, NMLS number 1641325. Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. We're live here at Heritage High School where Jackson Llewellyn just smoked and scorched his way to a 98-yard touchdown return off the uh, the, the ensuing kickoff from, uh, from Heritage's first touchdown in 2023. Well, right before that run, you said he was the fastest player on the team. He proved it right there. Well, if that's all I've got to do, I'll say it a lot. But it looks like Preston Trenum is going to kick this one away. It is a Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams Realty kickoff, and it is away deep for Heritage. Will be number seven, and he's going to take it and get across the 15 near the 17, 18-yard line, and he's going to go push backwards. That's where he'll come to stop. The 18-yard line, that's where Heritage will take over first and 10. Tried to get to the sideline there, and Justin Prince was right there to make the tackle. I will say good pursuit there. A little tentative was uh, was number seven, Dominique Stevens. But uh, ultimately, good coverage by the Rebels. And uh, Heritage just looking to recreate here. A lot of confidence coming off that touchdown. I don't think the offense is, is going to lose that. Yeah, just seeing if they can do another 11-play, 75-yard drive. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a uh, I'm hoping for a Delosier Auction Company defensive <laughs> stop right here. 
And I will say, look look at that Coach Waters condition out there. All the defenders out there. This has been a physical first half of football, 236 to play, and they're, they're ready to rock. They're ready to go. Wesley Deck's going to be by himself in the backfield. Heritage didn't like what they saw. They're going to take a timeout. Let's take one with them. A Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O-Careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at DenzoCareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. And welcome back to Heritage High School. Back onto the field. You're watching the Junk Be Gone or listening to the Junk Be Gone game of the week. Wesley Deck's going to look to throw it. Hits out in the left flat. And heard footsteps was the intended receiver. It falls incomplete. Intended for number number eight. That is going to be Clay Travis. And it was in and out of his hands. It'll set up second and ten. Had some cushion over there in that dig route from Royal Curtis, but incomplete pass. Trips to the left. Deck with a, a helper in his left hip pocket. He's going to roll the pocket to the left. And now I think he's just going to tuck and go. Got a lot of room there. And he's going to be tracked down from behind. Tackle on the play by number nine, Sam Young. And Wesley Deck kept looking downfield. That's why he didn't kind of turn the Jets on. It's going to be third down upcoming. Looks like about third and seven. Yeah, rolls out towards the Maryville sidelines. You got some deep routes going down there, and that's basically an RPO. You either keep it or you throw it deep. And big, Sam Young there to make the tackle. Big third down by the defense. It's going to be Wesley Deck. He's going to look to throw it. And hands up and ball down. Number eight for the Red Rebels, Wyatt Haas. Swats that one to the turf. Brings up fourth down. Wesley Deck looks to the sideline. We'll see what the play call is. Looks like the, the punt unit is heading out. That is going to be a Delosier Auction Company uh, defensive stop. What a play uh, by Wyatt there. Looked like, yeah, looked like might have been, uh, it's hard, that number's bunched up, Wayne. Looked like number nine, Sam Young there made the swat. I'll take the correction. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. Uh, Sam Young. Either way, Wyatt Haas is a hoss either way. He is a hoss. But the defensive stop, a Delosier defensive stop, and on to punt this one away will be number 42. That's going to be Spencer Kepley. It's going to be a spinner, and it is going to be fair caught at the Maryville 47-yard line, and that's where they'll take over with 153 to go. Dosi do how the emotions have shifted here quickly. 153 to play in the second quarter. Rebels lead 21-7 and near midfield. Sky kick, good field position. Absolutely. Gage Ledoux in the backfield. Graham Coulter on at quarterback, so a little back and forth there. Casey Cobble, Graham Coulter interchanging. He's going to start this one with Britton Barrett by himself on the left. Uh, three receivers out wide. Eli Elkins kind of a token tight end. Gage Ledoux in his right hip pocket, takes the shotgun snap, and Coulter's going to deliver out in the flat. Price Davis got one man to beat. He gets wide. He's going to get inside the 45-yard line of Heritage, down to the 27-yard line. Needed 10, got 11. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, number 16, Cyrus Smith was disguising blitz. Throws over to the opposite side of the field. Reese Dickey makes the tackle. First and 10, 132 to play. 
Coulter takes the shotgun snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Gage Ledoux, and they're going to blow this one dead. I'm going to say false start against the Rebels. A lot of people saying at least. <laughs> looks like everybody wants the clock to stop. Uh, but 114 to play in this one. That's going to be a false start against the Rebels. And so they will back this one up five, and it is going to be reset at the Heritage 47-yard line. And it'll be first and 15. Makes this drive a little bit more difficult, Wayne. Well, it, it can change in a play. Uh, so we'll see if that, that kind of changes the approach. Really kind of tight play so far for the Rebels as we've uh, screened past, run the football, kind of keepers. So I'll, I'll see if we see another one of those uncorks. Really, Britton Barrett, that's the only time we've really pushed it downfield. Yeah, a lot of times when you get like a first and 15 like this, you just try to get back to the line of scrimmage, you know, cut the yardage in half. Hey, Hippie, we're going to come to you real quick. How has the emotion turned up since that big Llewellyn run back? Yeah, fellas, that Llewellyn got this energy on the sideline. Of course, the defense stepped up right here. Just got to punch another one in and put this game a little bit out of reach. I like the way you're thinking, Hippie, but I think Coulter's going to try to do what he can. Thanks for the update. 114 to play here in the first half, and uh, the Rebels marching inside Mountaineer territory up 21-7. If you're just joining us, a Price Davis touchdown, a Jackson Llewellyn 98-yard kickoff return touchdown, and an Eli Elkins touchdown. If you told me we were up 21-7 and no Gage Ledoux touchdowns, I would have uh, I'd have lost. <laughs> yeah. We did call a Gage Ledoux touchdown, but it ended up being a Price Davis touchdown. Yeah, I mean, it's epic. Like, I feel like it's uh, – it's there. It's it's there for history. I think both guys are going to have a lot of touchdowns this year. Graham Coulter uh, in it at quarterback. He's going to clean his hands. I don't know that that's a signal of a pass, uh, but we'll watch out for one. Gage Ledoux in his right hip pocket. Two receivers left, two to the right. Sun is continuing to set here. The field is fully in shade now, so that, uh, that kind of helps things out when you're going right to left here at Jack Renfro. Looking to the sideline, just trying to get the play. Not a TV timeout, so I'm interested in the delay. So they have added, looks like 11 seconds back to the clock. It was 114, now it reads 125. I think Osavet may be wanting a little clarification on that. Uh, White Hat is providing that. Wayne, I'll tell you, oftentimes the quarterback looks at the safety first, but in this ball game, Coulter's looking at number 16, Cyrus Smith, initially before he snaps the football. Oh, I think you have to. A little while we've got a little time here. If you like, if you see us out in town, you see the swag that we're we're playing with, Rebel Red, whether it's hats, t-shirts, polos, what have you, uh, you can get all those things at Pokies. Uh, we we are, are very big Pokey fans, and Pokies uh, this year in 2023 have partnered with us to outfit us. They got us polos, got us a cool hoodie that will rock when the weather's cooler than it is tonight. Uh, but really, check out Pokies if you're if you're a Heritage fan, a Maryville fan, or a, a anybody in our county and even if you're not they do custom stuff so we'll get back to play here Graham Coulter looking to hand it off to Gage Ledoux a little mishap in the handoff and Gage is going to try to make something out of nothing and he's going to push it super wide and he is going to be knocked out of bounds and then hit again and here comes the flag that's going to be a 15 yard penalty automatic first down a number 42 Spencer Kepley uh, Gage gets to the outside. I don't know how he held on to the football. The ball was handed up right around the face mask. He pulls it down, and a late hit out of bounds. It's going to be a personal foul. 
Yeah, Kepley's been mentioned most in his kicking duties, but is also a defensive lineman for Heritage. And, yeah, just uh, the, the big moose, Gage Ledoux, was out of bounds, and, and Kepley's momentum just traveled right into it. And that is a Dwight Price <laughs> of Realty Executives. First down, boy, Ben. He knows what's up. Uh, it's going to be reset, new new set of downs inside the Heritage 30-yard line, down to the 29. And uh, Coulter looks to the sideline to get the play. A little token huddle. It does break. Gage will be to Coulter's left, and it's going to be that bunch package. No wide outs, just jumbo, both left and right-hand side. He's going to fake the handoff. Coulter's going to go left. He's going to split the defenders inside the 25 and down to the 23-yard line. Nice keeper by Coulter. Again, just telling him, telling everyone that's an option with him. Look like a wing T formation. Uh, Thomas Bauer stays home, and also number 11, Cole McCampbell, in on the tackle. Second and four upcoming, a six-yard pickup by the quarterback keeper. He's going to be in shotgun, takes the snap, fakes the handoff to Gage Ledoux, wants to throw it, rolls the pocket right, still wants to throw it, and he's just going to chuck it long in the back of the end zone. No one there, and it's going to fall harmlessly incomplete. 35 seconds to go here in the first half. Again, Rebels lead 21-7, to but are in, in position to maybe score again. Had all the time in the world thanks to number 70, Owen Steffes. Yeah, really uh, good uh, extended blocks there. That play took a long time to get out wide. And uh, Coulter, I think it's a smart play. Just check it out of the back of the end zone. Live to play another down. It's going to be third and four upcoming. I think this is Beast. Uh, release right here. This is Gage Ledoux territory. Britton Barrett's going to be out wide right, stacked up. Little trips there to the left. Coulter's going to take the low snap. Pitch play to Gage Ledoux. And we're going to see. Yeah, they're going to pitch the uh, flag out there. I think that's going to be false start against the Rebels. It is. Yeah, you had some premature movement there in the backfield. Osevet saw it. White Hat saw it. Makes the call. Yeah, he wanted to make sure they knew he saw it too. Uh, but that's going to turn third and four into third and nine. A little bit harder to achieve here. But, again, Ben, uh, that sets the football on the Heritage 28-yard line. To me, this is two-down territory. You don't need it all back right now, but you do need to get a good piece of it. 30.8 left to go. Yeah, that may be the bigger bigger strategy here is what do you do with the time? So Coulter cleans his gloves, takes a low snap. He's just going to have to look to get rid of it. No, that's Cobble. Cobble's in the football game. Britton Barrett's out there by himself. He's going to get inside the 10 and down to the six-yard line. Busted play turns big play for Casey Cobble as he connects with Britton Barrett, who frankly got lost in the shuffle. They didn't start the clock. Yeah, nobody, nobody started the clock and wide open over there in the side of the field. Let's see how the officials handle this. Yeah, looks like they noticed that the clock didn't stop, but what do you do? How do you estimate time? It's interesting that they brought Cobble back in here uh, to close out this drive. Again, I think it's it's more on, not on the skill set, not on anything. It's on the, the repetitions in the offensive scheme. So 21 to 7 is what the Denzo scoreboard now reads, but they are inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone as we are at – we're at the six-yard line of Heritage looking to punch it in. Looks like the head referee is going to talk probably to both sidelines and discuss his decision before he puts time on the clock. Cobble wants to snap it. Cobble says, let's, let's play some football. He's got Barrett out wide left. He's He has, uh, looks like, Price Davis. And number two, that's going to be Manu out wide right. And looks like they're going to make a switch. 
They check out Manu, and they check in Beef. They check in Dinnerbell. The decision just came into the booth here. 15.4 is on the clock. I don't know that that play took that long, but okay. Hey, as long as we all agree, it's fine. It's fine. It's going to have Gage Ledoux in the backfield. Like I said, checked out uh, Manu, checked in uh, Jonah Arms, Dinnerbell, and we'll see if this is a power play Gage to the left side. That's where Jonah lines up. We'll see what happens. Well, if you're Coach O, you want 5.4 seconds, <laughs> and if you're Coach Hunt, you want 20.4 seconds. So, Yeah, I think you meet in the middle, right? Just right. split the play. It was a long play based on the, the, the kind of bad snap. But now, what what's the call now? I'm not sure what's going on. There's not a flag on the field, but now the clock is about to expire. It shows the end of the first half on the clock, but I, I have a decent feeling that's not going to be the, the result. I'm hearing a call up to the to the booth to put uh, put time back on the clock. 15.4, so that play will not count. They take a timeout. Let's refresh as well. Let's take a leave. Frank's the volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865-984. And don't forget, when you leave Pokies, to check out the Village Tinker just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels! This is Coach Michael Bosco, and you're listening to Rebel Radio on 95.7 Duke FM. Go Rebels! And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, but 15.4 seconds added back to the clock, so that play didn't count. But Casey Cobble's in there to take the snap. He's going to take the snap. Hands to Gage Ledoux. He gets wide. He stumbles. He rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Makes a nice cut up the middle of the field. Short touchdown. Yo-ho, Red Rebels. Here's the thing. Add time, take away time. But it was time for Gage Ledoux to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Red Rebels. And the Denzo scoreboard just changed. Well, what set up that play was the catch by Britton Barrett on the 10-yard line. Good run there by Gage. Well, I like how he turned his back once contact was made and just fought for those that last half yard. But number 21 out, Hudson Jamerson to, to kick the PAT. Snap down, hold is good, kick is up, and the kick is good. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 28 and the homestanding Heritage Mountaineers 7 with eight seconds to go here in the second quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and gas approved. Call now, 865 865- 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. 
welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. If you're just joining us, the last five to eight minutes has been explosive. Rebels jump out to a 28-7 lead here on the road at Heritage and uh, just, just capped off by Gage Ledoux Rumble touchdown. But now we're back out uh, kicking this one away. This is a Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams Realty kickoff. And Preston Trenum's going to do a little coffin kick as it will be fielded at the 36-yard line of Heritage and just kneeled down. That's just to, to, to prevent any kind of snap play right there. Uh, that's been a Maryville staple for a long time. Yeah, smart play with eight seconds left to go on the clock. No, uh, no, no time moving, so that's eight seconds for the Mountaineers uh, offense to see what they can do here. Is this Wesley Deck's attempt to chuck it, or is this one of those you just you just don't get anybody hurt, don't play any long ball, getting injuries, and just go to the half? Well, I think it's still a manageable game for Heritage, so you don't want to do anything to give the ball back to Maryville and create an explosive play. So play smart here, get in the locker room, you get the ball in the second half. Trips to the right-hand side, one to the left. Deck's going to roll the pocket to the right. He's going to flip it out to 17. That's going to be – that's been his calling card guy all night. That's going to be Zach Davidson, and he's going to have a nice gain up to the Heritage 47-yard line, 48-yard line, and then that's going to be a first down for Heritage. Uh, about 52 yards away from the end zone. Two and a half seconds to play. Yeah, Zach Davidson had 631 yards receiving last season for the Mountaineers. And three receivers to the left, two to the right. Wesley Deck by himself. He's just three-step drop, rolls it to the right. He's going to uncork it as time expires and a lot of Rebels down there. That is going to be incomplete, nearly picked off. I don't know that it wasn't picked off. Hutton Jones was down there playing return man, and uh, I thought he took it. But they're going to say incomplete. That's going to be your half of football, and we're going to head to the halftime show, the Barnett Roofing halftime show. But right here at half, your Rebels lead the Heritage Mountaineers 28-7 on the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. Coach Barnes, is that dry shampoo? Listen, Coach Harper, you know as well as anybody that every minute we coaches can save is a precious minute we get to spend at home. Is that why you bring this desk out onto the practice court? Well, not exactly, but it is why I love using go-kart curbside pickup at Food City. I order my groceries online, grab them on the way home without even leaving the car. Hey, my order ready? Gotta run. Hey, Coach, mind if I borrow your computer? Food City, the official supermarket of the Vols. Delosier Realty and Auction asks, should I have an estate sale? Trying to settle your parents' or grandparents' estate, you might wonder about selling their house, land, furniture, and vehicles. Many people trust Delosier Realty and Auction to hold an estate sale. Less stress, better results, from organizing to marketing to the actual auction to cleanup and closing. Just give Delosier the keys and they'll take care of the rest. Learn more at DelosierAuctions.com or call 865-681-7797. Delosier Realty and auction in Maryville. If you have junk that you need gone, give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Junk Be Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a buzz at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkbegone.biz. Junk Be Gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School Football Game of the Week. When there's stuff that you are gone, give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. 
games in the books. Two more to go. Up next is the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show on your home for Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. One, two, three. The guys will take a look at first half highlights, scores from around the area, and keys to a big second half for the Rebels. This should be good. Welcome in to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Hydration is key, Ben. And when you have excitement like that second quarter was for the Red Rebels, we're going to need a lot of it tonight. Yeah, both teams fighting for this ball, fighting for this game. I mean, right there at the end of the first half, Coach Osavet goes for it deep. Uh, towards the end zone rather than taking the ball in the locker room and getting the ball in the second half. So really excited for the second half coming up. Yeah, I think uh, excitement for the Heritage Mountaineers was warranted. Uh, They really put together a great 11-play drive en route to their first touchdown here in 2023. But ultimately, Rebels respond, 98-yard kickoff return touchdown, and then just put put the hammer down and and were able to uh, put an extra score there on before the half. Yeah, you had a touchdown run by Price Davis. Uh, Gage Ledoux makes a touchdown run. And don't forget about Eli Elkins doing that pretty post route in the first quarter. Makes a nice catch. Yeah, I, I think it's it's amazing what the different names we're hearing uh, that we knew we were going to hear. But it's nice to, to kind of finally put face and number with the, with the name. But halftime stats, again, Ken Main does a great job with our stats each and every week. Halftime stats brought to you by Cadenza European Auto Service. If you have anything not made in Detroit, they can work on it. So I like Cadenza. They're on Alcoa Highway uh, just uh, just to the left of, uh, of the to- Toyota dealership there. On the left if you're leaving Maryville, on the right if you're coming in. So just check them out if you have European auto service needed, and they'll take care of you. Cadenza, the end-of-quarter stat sponsor here on Rebel Radio. 28-7, to your halftime score. Uh, break that down statistically. 17 first downs for your Rebels, 7 for the homestanding Mountaineers. Uh, breaking it down rushing to, to receiving, uh, 24 rushes, 178 for the Rebels, 11 for 50. Uh, for the Mountaineers, 90 passing yards for the Rebels, 74 for the Heritage Mountaineers. Total plays, 35 for 268 for Maryville, 26 plays for 124 yards for those Mountaineers. Individual rushing stats, talk about Gage Ledoux, 15 touches, 140 yards, and a touchdown. Price Davis, four carries, 14 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Graham Coulter uh, and, and Casey Cobble both has a, have a couple carries. Uh, Royal Curtis, one for eight. Uh, talk about receiving Britton Barrett, three catches for 37 yards. Eli Elkins, three for 33 and a touchdown. Price Davis, one for 11. Zeke McCoy, one for nine. If you look at Heritage's side of the coin, Wesley Deck leads rushing category, eight touches, eight carries for 28 yards and a touchdown. But Braden Cooper right on his heels, two touches, 21 yards. Pretty nice average at 10.5 per touch. Uh, Looking at the receiving category for for Heritage, Zach Davidson leads all receivers for Heritage. Two catches for 33 yards. Dylan Burgess, three catches for 22 yards. Armand Dunn, one for nine. Braden Cooper, one for eight. And uh, number 10, again, unrated on our roster, one catch for two yards. Yeah, Coach Hunt is really going to like that that rushing number, the 24 rushes for 178 yards. But I think Coach Hunt's going to want those passing yards to go up. He likes a more balanced attack. Um, But how about that special teams? Two kickoff returns, 112 yards. 
and uh, penalties. Probably want to see the penalties go down five for 45 um, and, and just clean it up a little bit in the second half. Yeah, I think absolutely good points there. But how much of our offensive scheme has been dictated about what, what Heritage has brought defensively? Because ultimately when you look at it, we want to throw the football. But I will say uh, year one to year two, getting upfield, getting quarterback pressure, and really forcing us uh, to kind of push to the sidelines, they've done a good job of that early on. Yeah, hats off to Cyrus Smith. He's from a Her- from the Heritage side. He's played an excellent first half of football, and I think he complements that two conversions uh, for Maryville on four third downs. Yeah, absolutely. That that score update, again, brought to you by Cadunza European Auto Service. You'll get that at the end of the third and in the postgame show here tonight. Uh, looking at scores from around the area, we don't have all of them. We did choose some to, to keep update on. Loudon Greenback, again, still showing scoreless. Uh, again, no updates as of late. Second quarter score as that one winds down to halftime. William Blunt leads Austin East 20 to 8. Farragut and Dobbins Bennett in a tight one. A second quarter score 14 to 10 in favor of the Admirals of Farragut. A 7-7 ball game in the second quarter. Anderson County and Powell. No score listed in the Oakland Independence game. That will be one we keep up with. Again, Alcoa Ravenwood, that is a central time zone start, so probably early in that matchup. And then last check, last update, Elizabethan on top of Science Hill in the first quarter, 7 to nothing. Nice uh, nice little update there, Ben. We, Like I said, trying something new, trying to get the, uh, the locals definitely covered, but then just big games around the area, not so much just scrolling call. Yeah, definitely some good football games. That Anderson Powell, that Anderson Powell game, uh, I'm sure it's got a lot of intensity going on out there. Oh, I, I think absolutely. That's a that's a team that's got got newfound pride. It's always been a great program, but coming off their first TWSAA state championship, uh, they're looking to keep that 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 thing rolling. Yeah, they and they do that uh, where they shut the lights out out there in Powell and do Welcome to the Jungle. Oh yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Hornets' Nest from a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But as uh, I believe the uh, the Heritage Marching Band is on the football field. Uh, sorry, they're in T-shirts and shorts. So uh, it is actually our band, but uh, not, a, not a logo that I could visualize from here. But Maryville's band is on the field getting the job done at halftime. I don't know if you can hear it on our crowd, Mike, but really doing a great job. First football game, putting a lot of, not a lot of sets on the field. I know you know this, Wayne. These kids work all summer for this performance, so – What's a compliment to them, there are so many people not going to the concession stand. They're staying put, and they're watching the show for these kids. Uh, here's the thing. Halftime is game time right here. This is, a, this is a calculated performance. This is one that they've worked all week to put on. And so appreciate these fans, both Heritage and Maryville, for watching these young people uh, do what they love to do, which is play their instruments, march uh, in the marching band. I was in the marching band in high school. That's difficult. That's hard. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears kind of goes into this. you got to trip over something, but the blood is there. Uh, but uh, Maryville has always had a great band program. Love what they're doing here tonight. The, the color guard's out of sight. they got rifle work down here. That That's October-level rifle work. So excited to watch that as they progress through the season. And Heritage, they're already out here ready to go, and they're watching Maryville's band take the field. 
Got an electric guitar down there. Look at that. I, it's, it's in the pit. That's what you call that that little area in front of the band. That's the pit. But, Ben, let's take a break. Let's enjoy this this halftime show by Maryville's band and Heritage's band, and let's listen to some fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll highlight some more of our great Red Rebel sponsors and uh, get ready for the second half. Talk to Mr. Hips about what he thinks happened in the first half and what he wants to see in the second. We'll talk all on the flip side. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Broadcasting from the HEP Electrical Studios, we want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply with all the tools and equipment you could ever need for your lawn care. It's time to aerate and seed for fall and their staff has the knowledge to get you the right products for your lawn including proven turf grass technologies, tall fescue blend, custom organic blends, and more. And don't forget that fall fertilizer. When it comes time to cut that new lawn, Dickens Supply has the top brands you can trust including the grass-fed bulls of Toro and Ferris commercial mowers. Use what the pros use. Shop Dickens Turf and Land Landscape Supply in Knoxville and Maryville online at DickensSupply.com. Kadunza, unusual name, exceptional service on your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi. Kadunza is locally owned and operated on Middlebrook Pike, not your typical auto repair shop. There's no pressure. Upfront cost estimates on your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi service repairs and maintenance. Call 246-6569 or Kadunza.com. K-A-D-U-N-Z-A.com. Kadunza is a proud sponsor of the Maryville Rebels. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Cotter alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, uh, again, I think we're finally the temperatures down in the in the press box to a place to where we're we're ready to talk about the second half. Uh, again, we always talk about what what we've got to do, keys to victory, and again, this year brought to you by Underground Connection. Uh, but let's hit down to Chris Hips, talk about the first half and what he uh, what he hopes to see in the second. Hips, what you got for us? Hey guys, I was listening to y'all. I agree with y'all about the explosiveness in the second quarter right there. I think Llewellyn's uh, run back uh, put a lot of life right back in this team after giving up that uh, touchdown to Heritage. Defense fed off that energy. Big stop, and of course, like I said, putting in that touchdown right at before the end of the half. I think that was almost a dagger to this Heritage team. I think uh, coming out second half, same thing. Just defense needs to come out, shut them out right off the bat, and hopefully they let the offense go back out and put up some more points for us. Yeah, I think it's key. You talk about Rebels started on offense, so they will start on defense to, to open the second half. I think it's going to be huge for what they can do here. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Phyllis. Yeah, I think the areas we are executing well versus the improvement areas in the second half. Well, we're running the football 178 yards. You talked about Gage Ledoux. Uh, special teams, we talked about Jackson Llewellyn. The improvement areas is the penalties. We had some dead ball penalties 
in the first half. We had a holding penalty to Heritage's one penalty for 15 yards. So we've got to improve there. And knowing Coach Hunt, he's going to want to run that balance attack and increase that 90-yard pass number. Yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely got to play clean football, and I think that's going to be a, a discussion point there. Uh, but really, uh, talk about a discussion point. A lot of great sponsors here for 2023. Discuss that a little bit. Uh, Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply, they're new for this season. They're going to be our post-game sponsor. Uh, if you need supplies to keep the grass green or whatever, what is ever growing at my house? Like, it's not grass, but I could I could use some fertilizer every now and again. I could pick that up at Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply. Twin City Certified in Maryville, they're our coach's interview sponsor this season. Uh, we're actually going to hear from Coach Hunt coming out of the locker room to start the second half, so don't miss that. El Himidor, all four touchdowns have been El Himidor touchdowns here tonight. Uh, if you if you don't know El Jimmy's, you should. El Himidor Mexican Grill, right there in Browns Creek Shopping Center. Really good place to check out good uh, good Mexican food, and we're probably going to check it out tonight. Uh, but Smoky Mountain Axe House player, the game sponsor, have been. Uh, this is this is their third season on the on the, the, the banner or on the, the team here, and I think there's a lot of players that are really putting their name in the hat to do that. So uh, stay tuned to the post-game show to get that that number and that taken care of. Delosier Auction Company, I think a couple key defensive stops tonight have been brought to you by Delosier Auction Company uh, as, as this defense had to respond. Wesley Deck knows what he's doing offensively, and I thought there was a couple times there late in the second quarter to where they bowed their back and got off the field. Yeah, one of the big question marks coming into this game was can you contain him on the edge and force him up the middle, and they are – uh, being successful in most cases with in that regard. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, I don't know if, if everyone was listening to the Duke before we kicked off, before we hit the pregame show, but 3 to 5 p.m. this afternoon, we had a great time. We were at the, the Broadway West Broadway Avenue Food City location doing a tailgate to kickoff. Uh, local, uh, a lot of the help uh, – from Duke FM, the truck, a couple different associates there from Duke FM, handing a hand, go Rebels. It was just a nice little location, just a rev up. We're that any game in Monk County, basically. So Alco game will be there. Any Maryville home game will be at a Food City location. Uh, kind of check in with our social media. We'll try to update you on that. But really excited for what that looks like and how we can – uh, not only talk to our community on Friday nights, but we can we can get into our community early before the football game. Yeah, what I love about the Food City is when you go down there during football season, there's there's barbecue, just delicious barbecue being cooked on Saturday and Sunday. You're absolutely right, and great deals each and every day. But let's take a break, top of the hour break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You're, you're right here, 95.7 Duke FM. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown. 
Craving some amazing eats today? Oreo Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow Oreo Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at areocheesewagon.com. Oreo Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Maryville. D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at denzocareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. And welcome back to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 2.59 on the clock before we kick off this second half. Heritage, their their band is out on the field. Ben, they've got they've got props, they've got their 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 sets back there, and they're uh, they're as a well advanced uh, on this first football Friday. So again, another impressive marching band performance here. It's been a treat to be at this halftime, and like I said, I hope the concession stands can handle it because not a lot of people's going right now watching these two two good programs. You know, and when you see these props that are displayed, this is not something that you go out and you purchase, right? This is something that parents and students got together after school hours while trying to do homework, and they put these props together for this show. So uh, they're very happy to see this executed properly here tonight. Yeah, and they're, they're going to have a lot of Friday nights to do it, and they're going to have a few Saturdays. Uh, m- musical programs, bands, uh, they go to marching band competitions, and it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's an opportunity for them to compete against uh, the really good marching bands are around our area and even in other states at times. So I'm really excited for both these programs. They're really good uh, here in, in late August. Uh, so the Rebels have gotten back onto the field, but uh, are going into the left end zone here as we uh, as we look uh, as we look on to Jack Renfro. Uh, but uh, but Ben, uh, we're about to have Coach Hunt's interview. I'm excited to hear what he's got to say uh, about the Rebels, uh, about what what the conversation was like at halftime. What what do you think the coach kind of had had going on uh, at the half? Well, I think the first thing is Cyrus Smith. He's he's caused a lot of headaches for the offense. So we talked about it briefly in the first half. The quarterbacks, Coulter and Cobble, are typically looking at the safety, but in this case, they're looking at him. And they're watching how he is disguising his blitz, how he's playing straight up or weak side, strong side. Uh, so I think there's some probably some conversation about watching the backers. Um, and then Heritage has been executing with Wesley Deck late in the first half. So I think Coach Osabet is going to continue to strengthen Wesley Deck's confidence going into the second half. Yeah, I think those are all good points. Hippie is headed toward uh, Coach Hunt right now, and so I think we're about to find out real time uh, what the coach has to say. Hippie, are you, are you about to ta- talk to our coach? Yeah, guys, he's finishing up some plays right quick. I might be able to grab him. 
right, we'll, we'll come back to you here in just a second. All right, well, I think uh, I think Coach Hunt's about the business right now. He, he's ready to, to get back on the football field, and it looks like he's got the coach now. Hibby, what you got? I had to chase him down. He's ready to get back out there with his team. Uh, amazing first quarter, especially that second quarter, uh, the explosiveness on the play. Uh, what are you looking from in the second half? More explosive plays from your young players or – just some more of that uh, young defense stepping up again. Well, we just got to be more consistent. I thought we were pretty sloppy. Fortunate to be up 28-7. Um, I think the consistency is the thing we're looking for in the second half. But it's the first game. A lot of new guys. They're going. You know, they got to get those cobwebs knocked off of them. And 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 hopefully, second half will come out and and be more consistent and execute at a higher level. All right, guys, you hear it here from Coach Hunt. Thank you, Coach Hunt. Hey, thanks, Chris. And and Coach. Coach is a real guy. Uh, says that the first half was sloppy. Got to knock the cobwebs out. I think we did that. Second quarter gave us a real wake-up call. And after that, I uh, got to push the gas down a little bit. So, again, I think Coach is ironed in. He's ready to go for the second half. Uh, and we've got a few more minutes to do that. Yeah, if you look at last season, typically if you have more than four or five penalties in the first half, it, it usually results in ugly football, right? But – if you can clean it up and go into the second half with few pe- fewer penalties, it's gonna it's gonna weigh well for you. Well, it definitely doesn't put you behind the sticks. I think so many times teams, you know, they've got good momentum, they've got good good things going, and then you get a penalty. Well, all of a sudden you had a play designed for a seven yard pickup. Well, that's not going to get you a first down this time. You got to change schemes. So I think penalties are never a good thing, uh, but you just got to clean them up, snap and clear, and get back at it. So both both bands are off the field now. So both teams are getting back out there, kind of getting loose. Uh, so we're getting close to the second half kicking off, but in the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show at half. Your Rebels lead the Heritage Mountaineers 28-7. Let's take another break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 6561-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, 
guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Another look at scores from around the area. Uh, William Blunt, a second quarter score, still on top of Austin East, 20-8. to eight. A new score update, Farragut-Dobbins-Bennett. Uh, the Admirals now a full touchdown ahead of Dobbins-Bennett, 17-10. to 10. Still no update, Loudon and Greenback. Still 7-7, Anderson County and Powell. uh, Do have a score update from the Oakland-Independence game. A first-quarter score, Oakland on top of Independence, 19-0. It's more interesting how they got there. 19's a weird number. (laughs) Uh, Crooked number. Yeah, Alcoa-Ravenwood, 14-0 in favor of the Tornadoes. Bradley Central all over McMinn County, 27-0. A first-quarter score, Elizabethan 7, Science Hill 0, and Teleco Plains 6 to nothing. A second-quarter score, 6 to nothing over uh, Eagleton. This is their first TSSAA football game. Yeah, you've got a couple local rivalries going on to start out the season. you got the West Bearden game tomorrow, and that Elizabethan-Science Hill, that's a big game up there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. That's why that one's on the list, Ben. That <laughs> one's a monster up in that in that neck of the woods. But as the Rebels kind of come to a team, uh, huddle there on their 15-yard line, get their mind right, and then they head to the sideline to open this second half. Good return from the uh, from the locker room, from the area for the Mountaineers and the, the Heritage Mountaineer faithful. Uh, they do their job and really cheer on their bunch. Uh, really excited for what this second half looks like. The sun is set here. It's fully under the lights here at Heritage High School, Jack Renfro Stadium, and well lit is that really nicely manicured football field out there. It's ready for about 24 more minutes of football. Yeah, both teams formed in their respective area on the field and showed a lot of energy uh, before they headed to the sidelines. What I like about uh, what I like about what they've done in the first half that was that was a physical first half. But I felt like both these teams, uh, in general, I mean there was a couple of late hits out of bounds, but I think momentum plays. But They've been respectful to each other so far, and I, I think that's hopefully going to carry into the second half. We'll see uh, what the, the pedal to the metal looks like on both sides, what the, the halftime adjustments look like, but it's about to happen. Yeah, you said it best. Wesley Deck gets that touchdown. Maribel responds with the kickoff return for a touchdown, and then on the opposite side of the ball, Coach O says, you know what, you give me eight seconds, I'm going to try to score in the end zone. So both teams are pushing for this victory. Yeah, they're absolutely pushing every waking moment. Uh, looks like uh, they're already out there in kick return formation. Looks like deep for the Mountaineers. Dominique Stevens, who has, has returned most of the kicks uh, that we've seen tonight. And then also, I believe that's 20, 20 out there, also deep for the, the Mountaineers. That's Thomas Bowers, a sophomore. Both of them will stand on their own five-yard line. Preston Trenum talking to the official. Trying to clear things. I feel like he's he's probably very conversational, Preston. 
Yeah, he's got to be. Every time I've ever ever spoke to him, seen him walk by, that's a happy kid. I, I like Preston. Hopefully we're going to get an opportunity to, to put him on the mic at some point this season. Attitude's more than half the battle. I think so. And, and again, he's filling in for a – or he is backfilling a 300-point score here at Maryville. So, uh, taking over for Corbin Price. Big shoes. Preston Trenums checks the line. He approaches. And we're going to kick it away here in the second half. It's going to be a kind of a line drive kick. It will be handled. No, it'll be dropped and picked back up by number seven for Heritage. And he is going to weave his way through defenders past the 30-yard line, and he'll be tackled at the 32. Nice return for a kick return that was muffed to begin with. Yeah, muffed the kick. Initially, Charlie Manu makes a little bit of contact there before the 20, eventually taken down by Wyatt Haas, number eight. I think that's going to end up being a 29-yard return for Dominique Stevens. Again, he is he's all, had all the returns to this point, I believe. And, uh, again, it's first and ten Mountaineers as they go left to right. It's going to be Wesley Deck, shotgun formation. He'll move 17 into motion. That's going to be Burgess. He's going to play action to the, the running back. He's going to try to throw, and he is going to go off left tackle, and he's going to pick up maybe a half yard, but I'm going to say no gain, second and ten. Yeah, looking on that out route towards the Maryville sidelines that Davidson was running, it just wasn't there. Number 24, Matthew Colbert, was there to make the tackle. Yeah, it's going to be second and 10 upcoming. Ball still on the Mountaineer, 32-yard line. Wesley Deck still in shotgun. Two receivers left, one to the right. He's going to look to deliver out in the flat. Hits Burgess just before the 40-yard line, and that's all he's going to get. He'll get out to the 39-yard line, and that'll be short of the first down. It'll bring up third and three. Davidson saw that cushion out there, does a curl route. Nolan White has to come in and make the tackle. Zach Davidson, he's been a uh, an easy calling card for Wesley Deck. Three receivers to the left, none to the right. He'll have a backer to his right hip pocket. That's going to be number four, Walter Gould, a freshman. Check it, turns him to his, his left hip pocket. Wesley Deck in shotgun. He'll take the snap. High snap, play action, fakes it to the running back, and Deck's going to try to get around in. He does get around in, picks up two, but, Ben, he needed three. That's going to bring up fourth and one. Yeah, dinner bell gets into the backfield and causes chaos. Wesley Deck's got to get out of there. Matthew Covert was waiting for him. Yeah, Jonah Arms has lived a good portion of this football game in the backfield, and now it brings up a fourth and one. Wesley Deck trying to get the hard count. Rebels not moving. And we'll see. He cleans his gloves. I see this being a keeper. Deck's going to get it. He's going to bounce off. And now he's going to get wide right. And he's going to pick up the first down and more. He's going to get near midfield out to the Heritage 48-yard line. But more importantly for them, a first and 10. Well, we talked about this offense. That was a read play, and Wesley Deck read it perfectly. He rolls to the outside, and Gage Ledoux has to adjust his pattern and make the tackle. Fresh set of downs for the Mountaineers, first and 10. Near midfield, high snap. Deck's going to have to just kind of corral it and chuck it, and he is going to try to hit Zach Davidson, and it's going to go in and out of the hands of the senior. What a recovery, though, by Deck to even get that one that way. Good route run, five-yard post, and it was there, and Davidson lays a paw out, about reeled it in with one hand. Yeah, talk about a timing play that was messed up from word go. Uh, Wesley Deck corrals that down. I thought he was just going to have to tuck it and run, and he looks downfield, and there's Zach Davidson breaking and he nearly hit it. So second and 10, and uh, again, Wesley Deck near midfield trying to get something going for the Mountaineers. Deck's going to be in shotgun. He'll take the snap. He's going to fake the handoff. No, he keeps it, and he is going to try to get something, and there's nothing doing. He's going to be dropped in the backfield. One-yard loss. Now they're going to say no gain, and it is going to be 
It's going to be second. It's going to be third and ten. But probably the bigger portion here, Gage Ledoux is down on the field, and he is he is grimacing. We hope the best for Gage. Again, having to play both ways tonight and has been a critical part of this matchup. He's getting checked on by medical staff. Let's let's take a break. Uh, we're going to be thinking about Gage while we take a break, but you're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, 95.7 Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality. You deserve. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home with the right price. This is Coach Waters. I coach offensive line here at Maryville, and you're listening to the Rebel Radio Station on 95.7 Duke FM. Go Maryville, baby. And welcome back to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Gage Ledoux uh, helped off not on his own power and not putting any weight on his right right leg, so we're not sure knee or ankle, um, but we'll get an update from him as we move along. But Wesley Deck does pick up a good yardage there on third down. It's going to set up about a fourth and four. And so Mountaineers will keep the offense out there as they're just in, in Rebel territory down to the Rebel 46-yard line. Let's yeah. see a hard count here, Wayne. I think that's going to be the attempt. Wesley Deck takes the snap. He's going to fake the handoff. No, he keeps it, and the Rebels read it perfectly. Dropped him in the backfield, a one-yard loss, and more importantly, a Delosier Auction Company defensive stop. Huge read, huge play, and a turn back for the Rebel defense. Brought the house, man. Yeah, really, really brought a good package there on the right side of the uh, of the defense, left side of the Heritage offense, and really took the uh, took the hammer down. Four guys uh, was right there with Wesley Deck. We just didn't know which one actually uh, got the tackle there. But Rebels will bring the offense back out onto the field. Uh, looks like Jonah Arms will check into this one, and this will be a Graham Coulter-led offense here in the second half. Yeah, Zach Hampill was in on that tackle, that previous tackle, Wayne. Yeah, looks like going to have two receivers to the right, none to the left, a little stack set. Uh, Eli Elkins as Coulter's going to be in shotgun. He takes the snap. He's going to give the handoff just right up the middle, and it, there's going to be nothing there as it's going to be no gain, possibly about a half-yard loss for the uh, the back. That is going to be Price Davis on the carry. 
A host of Mountaineers in on the tackle, but Trenton Francis initiated it. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. There is going to be two receivers to the left, one to the right. Eli Elkins stand up tight end. And Graham Coulter will have uh, Price Davis to his left. No, his right hip pocket on this second down and 10. 8.35 to go in the in the third quarter, and Coulter's play action is going to get it out in the flat. It's going to get it to Elkins, and he is going to be met and dropped quickly as he gets about two, maybe three yards on the play. Just a quick five-yard out route. Number 12, Hayden Giffen was right there ready for it. Picked up two yards. It's going to be third and eight. Again, really stand up here for the, the Heritage defense as they're looking to, to see what they can do. Maryville's offense really trying to figure out how to move and how to navigate without Gage Ledoux immediately on there. Looks like Hips has an update on Gage. Let's jump to him. Well, let's wait on this third down play. Coulter out there, shotgun formation. Price Davis to his right. Little three-step drop, looking to throw it. Little flat. He's going to get it out to the, re- the intended receiver, Britton Barrett, and he's going to get near the line to gain, but I think he's about a half yard short. Yeah, he was pushing for that first down. Hayden Giffen was pulling him back towards the middle of the field. Doesn't look like he got the first down, Wayne. Well, this third quarter has, has proven to have some intensity of its own. 7.27 to go in the third quarter, and the second fourth down and going to go for it, uh, one for each team. It's going to be Coulter in there. He cleans his gloves. Price Davis to his left, two receivers to the left. Shotgun formation, he looks to the side. Maybe going for the hard count, but I would expect this uh, – I was expecting this just based on where it's at in the football field. Ball is on the on the Heritage 44-yard line. Coulter's going to get it. He's going to run through. He gets free. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, and he is down inside the five-yard line, down at the one. Coulter saw pay dirt and just couldn't get across the line before the defender. Spread that secondary out. He fakes to the left and then keeps the ball and just heads towards the end zone. Yeah, Coulter wanted one. He got more than that. 43-yard gain for the the junior, the junior quarterback. He's going to get another look at it. Coulter gets the football again, and he is going to step his way, high step his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. And what a response, Graham Coulter. What's the old saying? He did the work. Pay him. Yeah, yeah, might as well. He got the 43 to get to the one. They gave him that 44th yard on the next one. Touchdown Rebels, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed. With 6.39 to play in the third quarter, 34-7 to in favor of your Rebels. Looks to, to be an extra point attempt. Again, number 21 with the uh, with the controls there for PAT's Hudson Jamerson, the 6'2", 185-pound sophomore. The snap is good, hold is good, kick is away, and it too is good. And your Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 35, Heritage 7, 639 to play. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football.
Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and you're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. Preston Trenum to kick this one away. And, uh, again, Rebels lead 35-7, to 6.39 to play. Five plays, 53 yards, two minutes, 30 seconds, time of possession. All right, new deep man for the Heritage Mountaineers, number four, Walter Gould, the, the freshman. As Preston approaches, he's going to kick this one away, and it's going to go the same direction, so Gould's going to get a look. He's going to take it at the Heritage one-yard line, get across the 10, across the 15. He's going to stop stutter step, and he's going to get corralled and dropped at the Heritage 20-yard line. That's where Heritage will take over first and 10 as they work left to right. A little update from Mr. Hips. Uh, Gage Ledoux over there getting wrapped up. Looks like he's going to be on crutches and have the rest of the night off. Uh, but uh, gave the thumbs up to Mr. Hips as he went by. Uh, hopefully just an ankle deal, not a not a knee. So uh, wish the best for him. Uh, again, a workhorse is an understatement when you talk about Gage Ledoux. So wish him all the best this week. What a tough kid. Good luck in his recovery. Absolutely. Wesley Deck in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the left, two to the right, and he'll take that shotgun snap. He's going to look right, and he's going to throw right. Number seven with the reception, and he'll pay for it. Takes the reception at the 25 and no further. That is going to be number seven, Dominique Stevens, and it'll be second and five. Twins on the Heritage sidelines there. Hutton Jones wasn't faked out. He stays home, makes the tackle. Wesley Deck quickly back, trips left and one right. There was movement before the snap, no call, and he's going to hand it off. A lot of room and a lot of running as he gets across 35, across the 40, and out to the Heritage 41-yard line, and that will be a Heritage first down on the big, nice run. Split the backers and tried to go towards the hash marks or the Maryville sidelines before Wyatt Kaufman, number 19, makes the tackle for the Red Rebels. Yeah, number two, Braden Cooper on the run, listed as a wide receiver, but took a handoff well. And looks like somebody is uh, is having a cramp out there. It looks like it is a Maryville player. Can't get a number at the moment, but that will get us to the sideline. Let's take one with them. Ali Franks, a volunteer home mortgage. Timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, 95.7 Duke FM. Folks, want the best possible mortgage rate in terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and operated. We're part of your community. And when you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655, NMLS 1641325. Welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. That was Caleb Reeves on the uh, looks to be a, a cramp, and he is now up and at it. And uh, Wesley Deck, an incomplete pass on first and ten. No, no, didn't miss anything, second and ten. Wesley Deck takes the shotgun snap, a little play action, looking to throw it. He's going to roll the pocket to the right, wants to find a receiver. Now he's just going to have to chuck it out in the flat. I don't think he made that catch. He's going to get credit for it. Nice uh, toe tap on the sideline, number seven, and that's going to be Dominic Stevens. And uh, nice pickup near the first down marker. Those big bodies up front gave Wesley Dick plenty of time. Yeah, they actually gave Heritage the first down, so it'll be first and ten, fresh set of downs. 
Wesley Deck takes the snap. He's going to fake that. No, he gives the handoff. That's going to be Braden Cooper again, and he weaves him way, his way into Maryville territory down inside the Rebel 40, down to the 39. Just, just working in between the hash marks, number 11, Hunter Olivet on the tackle. Ten-yard pickup. Wesley Deck gets the snap. He's going to quickly flip it out to Dominique, and Dominique is going to get up, get down to the Rebel 35-yard line. Just a quick pickup of about three. I think they were more concerned about Hutton Jones over there. They forgot about Mason Ball, who makes the tackle, number 20. 5-12 to go in the third quarter. Wesley Deck trying to push tempo. Wesley Deck takes a shotgun snap. One-step drop, flips it out in the flat, finds his receiver, and that's Dominic Stevens, and he is goes untouched into the end zone. Touchdown heritage. 35-yard touchdown reception. Wesley Deck had one receiver. He looked him down. He was open. Hit the pass, touchdown Mountaineers. Found the seam in the zone coverage, and number 19, White Kaufman can't keep up with. Yeah, and really, Dominic Stevens, he, that's that's good reward for what he's he, he's kind of mudded through a lot of short passes and big hits, and Dominic Stevens rewarded there with a touchdown. And Denzo's scoreboard just changed. It now reads the Rebels 35 and the, uh, the homestanding Heritage Mountaineers 13. Looks like that one may be coming back, may be wiped off. Let's see. False start against the Mountaineers. Wow. Wow, an explosive play erased by a procedure penalty against the Mountaineers. They'll reset. Deck will take the snap. He'll stand on the, the, the Rebel 46-yard line, and he's going to throw it into the paws of number 99 for the Rebels. That's going to be Lucas Garman, and he swats it to the turf. They get the favorable flag, and they go from zone back to man coverage. Deck doesn't have a man there. 99, Lucas Garman gets that paw up and swats it away. Yeah, looks like that's going to bring up third and 11 is what I'm seeing. And uh, with 4.55 to go, what a change in a couple plays. Deck's going to be by himself in the backfield. Three receivers to the left, two to the right. A little three-step drop. He's looking left, and he's going to uncork it. He has a guy out wide, going to get the first down, and just uh, just soft coverage in the backfield or in the back of that defense, and it is going to be a, a Heritage first down. That's going to be number 30 on the reception for Heritage. That's Dylan Burgess. Number four, Zeke McCoy makes the tackle. He got caught in between two receivers, had to close in on that scene. Four receivers out wide left, one to the right, and looks like Deck's going to go for the one-on-one. He goes in, tries to, to get off Hutton Jones, and 81 with the reception. That is going to be Armani Dunn that scoops under it for the Heritage touchdown. You know, hats off to Armani Dunn. Hutton Jones put a blanket on him, and he still came down with the football. Yeah, he really just knew maybe that was going to be a low throw, kind of curled behind Hutton and just went to the turf, and, and really Wesley Deck threw a bullet in there. So touchdown Heritage, and now the Denzo scoreboard reads 35-13. to 4.31 to play here in the third, and looks like they will look to tack on the extra point. That should be Hartiga. Number 27, Hartiga. It is. Vladimir Hartiga is true. And the new score now reads the Rebels 35, the homestanding Heritage Mountaineers 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio 
right here, 95.7 Duke FM. Denzo loves to cheer on their team, and now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Marivel. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at denzocareers.com slash Marivel and start crafting your future today. This is Coach Joe Robinette, Coach Wide Receivers. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Let's go Rebels. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And what a doozy this one's been. 35-14 to 14 on our scoreboard, 431 to play in the third. And, Ben, this, uh, this has been uh, nip and tuck, even though the score doesn't necessarily re- represent that. Yeah, that last catch was the definition of this ball game. Armani Jones and, and Hutton Jones fighting for that football, and Armani makes a nice catch for a touchdown for the Heritage. Yeah, absolutely. Just nice throw, nice catch. Nothing to say negative about that. But looks like Artiga will kick this one away. He'll stand on his own 40-yard line, kick it away from his own 40, and looks like deep for the Rebels. That is going to be number two. That's going to be Manu, and Manu is going to get through. Charlie Manu, ladies and gentlemen, across midfield, 45-40, 35-30. He is gone, ladies and gentlemen. Four, three, two, one, touchdown, Rebels. That's that speed that we were looking at in the skills competition of the Jamboree. Charlie Mono just gets to the outside and scores a big touchdown for the Red Rebels. Well, Manu had all the momentum, had all the confidence, and about the 40-yard line, he kicked it in a gear we didn't know he had, and he separated. But looks like laundry on the field. So we will see if that's Horse just – we'll see if that's for us or how that, that's going to work out. Horse collar. Yeah, I think on the 30-yard line, he got tugged for a horse collar. I think that's what you'll see here. Yeah, Chris uh, Chris calling a horse collar on the sideline. So, uh, again, we'll we'll, uh, we'll wait to see how they're going to respond to that. But we're in kick formation, so I think we're expecting it to be against the Mountaineers. Yeah, this is uh, this has really made the difference for us. I mean, any sputter we've had, we've been able to put a big, big uh, kick return bandaid on it uh, most of the night. Here comes the white hat to give us the the official. It's going to be personal foul, face mask against the Heritage Mountaineers, and it uh, it will uh, it'll kind of go away here as we kick this extra point. Yeah, special teams might get the weekend off for practice. I'll be honest, I, I was really looking uh, at some rate, we may have to get our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game off this special teams. Good coverage unit, honestly. Manu's got the gas, but he had to get some good blocking to get free. That wide open uh, back on the back end. Hudson Jamerson to kick this one away. It is up and true, and the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 42 and Heritage 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on 95.7 Duke FM. 
Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865-984-4355. And don't forget, when you leave Pokies to check out the Village Tinker, just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels! And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM and the Junk Be Gone game of the week. And if you if you took a took a break, went and got a sandwich, you might have missed something. Uh, Manu just returned at number two. Uh, it's going to be Charlie Manu. We got Thomas and Charlie. Charlie Manu uh, just gassed it down the field, returned it for 91 big yards for a touchdown to just separate this this advantage, 42 to 14. And just in a testament to his speed, he got a little bit of a face mask or some hands up around the face, and still was able to turn the gas on and score a touchdown. Yeah, I think just eye for the end zone, and 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 really just made the most of his opportunity. That was a deep man position that was previously held down by Gage Ledoux. Uh, he has uh, exited the sideline. Uh, looks to be getting it checked out uh, for for proper purposes, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll hopefully hear from an update possibly early in the week. want to give a quick shout-out to Cody Henry, the Heritage Sports SID guy. He's hooked us up this week. Thanks, Cody. Yeah, Cody's a great guy. Know him otherwise, but, uh, again, here tonight, uh, done done his best there. But uh, Preston Trenum kicks that one out of the back of the end zone. Looks like they put the penalty on the uh, ensuing kickoff, and so that was no return by Heritage. They'll bring it out to their own 20-yard line. I'm really interested in this because Heritage, it just, Maryville has been able to, on both of their touchdowns, when they've had the momentum, the very next kick ends up being a kickoff return touchdown. So we've seized momentum back. So I'm just interested if, if Heritage, because they've, they've fought their tails off, guys. I, I don't, uh, again, we are very pro Maryville, but here tonight, year two for Coach Osaved, this is a bunch that knows what they're doing. This is a Heritage group that's going to fight in 5A and have some success. So I'm, I'm intrigued as to how they're going to play this. But it looks like Wesley Deck shotgun. He's going to play action, keep it, wants to uncork it. He is going to trip on a turf burr, as Ben would call it. And number seven, Dominic Stevens, intended receiver, falls incomplete. Yeah, he was looking for the P.I. The referee is going to say that it was just tripping on the turf. Yeah, I didn't see that their their feet got tangled up. I yeah, and I really thought it was a little high and out of, out of the reach, maybe even if he was in stride. Maybe not a catchable pass. So, Ken Ken agrees. Ken uh, agrees. Second and ten upcoming, 4.07 to play here in the third. Wesley Deck takes the shotgun snap, quickly gets to the right-hand side. It's a keeper all the way. Now he's going to cut across field, go all the way back, and only two Rebels over there, and he is going to be tackled after about a seven-yard gain. Deck reversed field. That's a, that's amazing athleticism because all his momentum was going right. Yeah, that's just to compliment how much of an athlete he is. He gets over towards the hash marks near the Heritage sidelines, cuts all the way back towards the Maryville sidelines, and Royal Curtis has to break down and make the tackle. And looks like there's going to be a hold against Heritage, and it's going to back this one up. Again, previous spot foul, so or previous spot will be the mark-off point. And it will back the Heritage Mountaineers all the way up to their own 10-yard line. 
But I'll give some credit out there to number 35, I believe Royal Curtis, number 41, and number 35, Caleb Reeves, out there. They were the only two Rebels over there with Wesley Deck when he reversed field. Wesley Deck takes the snap, and then he's going to hand off to number two, Cooper, and he's going to try to get wide left, nowhere to go with it, as he's going to be dropped uh, for about a pickup. I think they're going to give him about two yards, right? No, they're going to say a loss of two yards. They had two referees, one standing on the 12, one standing on the 8. How about the bandit linebacker? Caleb Reeves gets in the backfield, grabs his shoulder pads, and just throws him to the ground. Yeah, yeah, just good pursuit, good uh, good hands-on jersey tackling right there. Wesley Deck, uh, shotgun, going to have three receivers to the right. He's going to play action, going to look to throw. They didn't know he was there. They popped in loose, and Maryville falls on the football Touchdown for the Maryville defense. New nickname, Wayne, the Blind Side Bandit. The Blind Side Bandit. That's yeah. Caleb Reeves gets in the backfield, takes him out. Atta baby, Caleb Reeves. I'm gonna I'm quoting um, Coach Waters over here to my left, but Caleb Reeves pops it loose and ultimately leads to a defensive touchdown by the Red Rebels. Yeah, we're, we're still trying to sort out, but I believe uh, I believe Caleb Reeves, did he fall on the football or did he pop it loose? He just popped it loose. We'll get some clarity on who scored the touchdown, but as the, uh, as the extra point is away, it is doing, and your new score with 3.15 to play here in the third quarter, Rebels 48, Heritage 14. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, 95.7 Duke FM. Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and gas approved. Call now, 865 865- 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. This is head coach Derek Hunt. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Go Rebels. And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Match. Just a little clarification. The Caleb Reeves popped it loose but Lucas Garman, number 99, fell on the football, scored the touchdown for the Rebel defense. But Preston Trenum's going to kick this one away. It'll be taken at the one-yard line. That's going to be by number seven for Maryville again, or for Heritage again, Dominique Stevens, and he's going to navigate his way up near the 20-yard line. They're going to say stepped out at the 17, and uh, that's where Heritage will take over yet again. Uh, here in this third quarter, 2.55 to play. Tried um, to get to the sidelines. Justin Prince and Wyatt Kaufman make the tackle. Yeah, I just want to say uh, what a what a shot in the arm for this defense. Wesley Dex had some nice moves tonight. He's done some really good things. But to, to finally get to unload a little bit, Lucas Garman to have the peace of mind, see the football, fall on the football, uh, get a defensive score. That's You love to see that in week one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh we uh, don't have really a drive summary on that one, but it's uh, seven extra points. And with that, 49-14, to 14, this clock will continue to move. 
Wesley Dex going to look to flip it out in the flat. It's going to be a little screen pass to 17, and he's going to kind of stumble on his own feet, and Zach Davidson may have gotten back to the line of scrimmage. Just flips it out there in the perimeter, number 41. Royal Curtis had to rip his block, get in there and make the tackle. So they're, so they're going to say a one-yard gain, maybe. maybe. So we're going to say second nine. Wesley Deck's going to have t- three receivers to the right, have a straightaway running back, and then a stand-up tight end. So now Deck is going to check the play, looks to the sideline, and the defense adjusts. So Wesley Deck's going to take a high snap. It's going to go over his head. He's going to have to fall on it, and he will. He'll fall on it at his own four-yard line. Just a, a sky snap there, and Wesley Deck just couldn't corral it. Had to just do what he had to do and fall on it. Yeah, Lucas Garman and company were getting in the backfield quick. Heady play by Wesley Dick. Well, and here's the thing. We, we look at it. Heritage has done some really nice things here tonight, but they're still limited on their roster. And so right now is when when the uh, the depth and the uh, the physicality of Maryville is starting to weigh in. Lucas Garman, uh, he is a specimen at 6'7", uh, 245 or 240-pound senior. I mean, he is he's rock solid. So Wesley Deck's going to stand in his own end zone uh, on this third down play. It's basically third down in Townsend. Wesley Deck will try to get the play in. He's going to have three receivers to the right, and he's going to have to throw it. And it's going to be flipped at the line of scrimmage by none other than Lucas Garman, and it's going to fall harmlessly to the turf. They found something to find penetration here late. Yeah, it was a post route over here near the Heritage sidelines. Hutton Jones was giving cushion and zone coverage. It was there. Garmin gets the hand up, blocks it. Under 30 seconds to play with a running clock. This one will move quickly now. And into pump formation for the Mountaineers is number 42, Spencer Kepley. Spencer Kepley will not have the full distance as he will will be deep into his own end zone. He is just thinking, I've got to get this, this snap. They're, they're looking straight on. Fourth down coming. Kepley wants it. He's checking. And they're just going to let the third quarter run out. As they do that, we'll look for the, the, the fourth quarter to come at us. Let's take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio on the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, 95.7 Duke FM. Coach Barnes, is that dry shampoo? Listen, Coach Harper, you know as well as anybody that every minute we coaches can save is a precious minute we get to spend at home. Is that why you bring this desk out onto the practice court? Well, not exactly, but it is why I love using go-kart curbside pickup at Food City. I order my groceries online, grab them on the way home without even leaving the car. Hey, my order ready? Gotta run. Hey, Coach, mind if I borrow your computer? Food City, the official supermarket of the Vols. going to have to pay this one up. Hey, this is Wayne Kaiser right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM, and you're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. As we head to the fourth quarter, your Rebels lead 49-14 to over the Heritage Mountaineers. Uh, kind of key highlights, two kick return touchdowns tonight. Uh, also, uh, the, the one injury that we're going to keep an eye on as the week progresses, Gage Ledoux did leave tonight's game. Uh, not able to put a whole lot of pressure on his right leg. So wish him the best. Always uh, a hard worker for this program and really the face of this 2023 uh, football team. So we wish him the best moving forward. Yeah, absolutely wish him the best. And we also had that nice 
Blindside tackle in the end zone by Caleb Reeves. That's another big headline for this evening. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Garman, uh, the, the benefactor, is he will now have a touchdown on his stat line. But as, uh, as Heritage is in punt formation, the, the kick is cleanly away. It's a high spinner, and backing up is the return man. He's going to get it in Heritage territory about the 48. He's going to get wide, gets the 40, 35, 30, and he will be tackled out of bounds at about the 25-yard line of Heritage, and that's where the Red Rebels will take over. Uh, end of quarter stats, just a, just a highlight here brought to you by Cadenza European Auto Service. Again, 18 first downs for the Red Rebels all night, 40 plays, 321 yards. A little bit more balance here in the second half, but 222 on the ground, 99 through the air. Held Heritage to 49 total plays, 206 yards. So as we kick off this uh, this fourth quarter, uh, moving clock as because the, the lead is more than 30 points. And looks like it is going to be Cobble in there at the controls, and he's going to quickly get a play action, going to get a wide-open receiver at the 5-4-3-2-1. Touchdown, Rebels! Trying to get the receiver. Again, dark numbers, dark corner of the end zone, not my friend. So we're going to try to get that. Uh, He is clearing house, though, as everybody's excited for him to score. Fake the pitch on the sweep, had receivers pulling the safety to the opposite side of the field. That opened up the wheel route to the end zone. Nice touchdown. Yeah, trying to understand. Nice ball by by Casey Cobble as he just rolled the pocket, found a good spot, and kind of went from there. But we're trying to understand who, who scored the touchdown. But the kick is up and doing as number 21 Hudson Jamerson knocks it through yet again. And your new score with 10-10 to go is 56-14 in favor of your Red Rebels. Let's listen to a great sponsor. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you have junk that you need gone, give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Junk Be Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a buzz at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkbegone.biz. Junk Be Gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School Football Game of the Week. When there's stuff that you want gone, give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. This is Coach Wires. I coach offensive line here at Maryville, and you're listening to the Rebel Radio Station on 95.7 Duke FM. And welcome go back Maryville, to the. You got to listen to Coach Waters say "Go Maryville, baby!" But you're you're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 10-10 to play in this one, and Maryville has found a rhythm. Eli Elkins is going to be get, going to be awarded that touchdown. We didn't see it; had to get some verification. Eli Elkins, big time touchdown, his second of the night. Uh, he may have just locked up the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. But as Preston Trenum kicks this one away, uh, the deep man for Heritage that's been working tonight takes it at about the seven-yard line. It's going to get across the 10-15, and he is going to be out to the 25-yard line. That's where they'll take over. Let's jump down to Chris Hibbs. Chris, what did what did you see from the big Eli Elkins-Casey Cobble connection? Well, I saw it right in front of me, and then he almost ran me over running back to the sideline before he uh, – Got pounded by all of the offensive linemen, but I mean, what an incredible play! What a play call there! It got him uh, heritage falling us over here on that wheel route. 
Yeah, really, everything looking right. He went left, and Casey just delivered a really nice ball. Good look, Chris. We'll, we'll come back to you. And just like that, Wesley Deck back out on the football field. And, again, a, a, a kind of an interesting formation. No. Is that a new quarterback? That's going to be number 14 at quarterback as he's going to throw on his first attempt out wide right. It's going to be number 14, and that's going to be Gavin French, a freshman, as he's going to see some meaningful minutes here in the latter portion of this football game. So Wesley Dex, night may be done. Uh, what, a, what a fighter as he's put together three and a half really good quarters for the Mountaineers. Just did a bubble route to Zach Davidson, incomplete pass. Under nine to play, and that's going to be – French takes the snap. He's going to hand it off, gets in the clear, and he is going to kind of slip on the turf. Must be getting damp out there, and that's going to be a carry by, I believe, number two, Braden Cooper, and uh, he is going to pick up a first down for Heritage and get uh, just out, just past the 40-yard line, or just past the 35-yard the line. He's going to get to the 39. Got some big yardage there. White Kaufman did good to stay at home and make the tackle. Absolutely, absolutely. It's going to be French. He's going to throw it again, and it's going to be batted down by number 22, uh, intended receiver I'm trying to see, but he was wearing a number 22 blanket, Caleb Millard, a 5'9", uh, a 175-pound sophomore getting some playing time. Getting them young guys in, player development right here. Yeah, under eight to play next time snapped as this one is salting away with the running clock. French has three to the left side as Heritage is going right to left. And he is going to take the snap. Quick handoff to Cooper. Cooper nearly dropped in the backfield, and he's going to spurt out as he's going to get positive yardage up near the 45 of Heritage. And it's going to be second second and five. Had a host of Rebels there. Number two, Charlie Manu in on the tackle. Yeah, really going to look at that one as, as probably had him cooped up in the backfield and just couldn't get him down. Correction, that was number eight, White Hoss. Hey, there's the Hoss. French in the shotgun, three receivers to the left, going to have a backer. He's going to kind of fake it to him and throw out long, but a forward pass uh, intended for number 30. Uh, it is going to be, that's a, a calling card all night, Dylan Burgess, and it's going to be incomplete. It's going to bring up fourth down. Fourth and four is what they're showing. Had good blocking by the wide receivers out there near the Heritage sidelines, just the pass wasn't there. Going to be Spencer Kepley coming out in pump formation. Uh, again, earlier in the football game, I think Coach O, Coach Osavet would have went for this. But I think if you look at it, you look at it, it's it's just one of those situations. Uh, what are you gaining here? Just, just punt this one away, get a lot of different kids playing on defense, and then go from there. Kepley is going to kick this one away. Kind of a little high spinner, uh, just trying to, trying to have no return. And he's actually going to kick it out of bounds. And I think that's going to be a pretty nice field position for the Rebels. I think they're going to call it out at the uh, at the Maryville 38-yard line. I'll tell you what, Wayne. Coach O is definitely building something here. Earlier when Gage Ledoux was injured, down on the field, Coach O made an effort to get out there, check on him. It's more than just football. He's teaching these young men how to play the game, how to play it respectfully, and he's getting them there. Looks like Will Jones will make his appearance at quarterback. That is a that's the brother of Carson Jones, Mike Jones, and uh, again Will Jones, the uh, 
the number five out there. We've seen it a lot here recently. Will Jones going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to keep it, gets around the left end. He's going to pick up the necessary yardage. And Will Jones, ladies and gentlemen, a first down for the Red Rebels. Uh, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Makes a nice athletic move towards the sidelines before eventually taken down by Hayden Giffen. And just like that, he'll check out. Number 14 will check in. That is going to be uh, Thomas Manu. His brother has a, a splash play tonight. We'll see if uh, if Thomas can add one to the Manu family. Thomas Manu, a freshman as well. So a whole good stable of quarterbacks here at Maryville High School for a couple years. Play action. He's going to throw, and he's going to connect with the receiver. 15, 10, 5, touchdown Red Rebels. And just like that, two freshmen, two splash, splash plays. Jackson Llewellyn, a 5'10", 160-pound junior, catches it about the 30-yard line, Ben, and scampers and scoots his way to a Red Rebel touchdown. Run pass option play, five-yard post. Manu hits him in stride. He gets to the back of the end zone. Raise the flag and make your cheer, faithful. Hey, run pass option with Manu's arm. It's not an option. He's going to throw it. 62-14 to 14 is your current score. Under four and a half to play here at Heritage, and the Rebels are having fun now. Playing young guys, getting good experience, and, uh, and the young guys are performing here tonight. Looks like late to the ad. Looks like going to be a new holder in there for Maryville. Nolan White will hold, and we're going to see the kick away. Still going to be number 21, Hudson Jamerson. And the extra point is good. And with 4.26 to play in the fourth, 63-14 to 14 is your score. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply with all the tools and equipment you could ever need for your lawn care. It's time to aerate and seed for fall, and their staff has the knowledge to get you the right products for your lawn, including proven turf grass technologies, tall fescue blend, custom organic blends, and more. And don't forget that fall fertilizer. When it comes time to cut that new lawn, Dickens Supply has the top brands you can trust, including the grass-fed bulls of Toro and Ferris commercial mowers. Use what the pros use. Shop Dickens Turf and Landscape Landscape Supply in Knoxville and Maryville online at DickensSupply.com. Can't touch this. Oh, oh, oh. Look, man. Can't touch this. Oh, oh, oh. You better get a hype, boy. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. And as MC Hammer says, those freshmen, you can't touch this. Both freshmen, one had a first down, one had a touchdown. So uh, two good outings, Thomas Manu and Will Jones, both uh, looking bright side here on game number one. But let's jump down to, to Chris Hips. He is on our sideline. He's given us uh, updates all night. But, Chris, how's it been down there? I see you kind of navigating around with, with Jeff Weaver, the infamous Jeff Weaver. Well, on that time, uh, luckily, Wellen just caught that ball right in front of me and gave, like, the peace sign as he was going. Oh, hold on. I'm going to the ball. Uh, <laughs> and gave us the peace sign as he was going to the end zone. Maybe he was saying he had two touchdowns on that. I'm not sure. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, yeah, one, I guess, offensive and one uh, special team. That's a good point. But, uh, but Hips, you doing okay? You staying, staying hydrated, staying cool? Yeah, me, me and Jeff's getting a workout down here, running back and forth, trying to keep up with all these touchdowns that's been happening in the second half. Keep it up, Hips. You might be good luck. We'll come back to you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Previous drive, two plays, 62 yards, one minute, 52 time of possession. Yeah, Preston Trenum uh, kicked that one away. He did kick it out of bounds, so that will be a penalty, and it'll come out to the Heritage 35-yard line, and they'll take over as they move right to left 
here at Jack Renfro Stadium. 3.43 now as the clock has began to run again. Uh, this very well could be uh, one of the last drives here tonight. As it looks like French is going to roll the pocket. He's going to get it to number eight in the flat at about the 42-yard line, and he is going to be met, stopped, and dropped uh, by a host of Rebels. Number eight, Clay Travis on the reception. Number 28, Riley Travis lays the wood there by the sideline. Travis to Travis right there. But French uh, in at quarterback, Wesley Deck, uh, done for the night but had a great night. He's going to get it out to number 30. 30 He's going to have some room. He's going to get across the the Heritage 45-yard line, across midfield and down to the Maryville 48-yard line. Able to get to the sideline until right before Wyatt Haas makes the tack. Dylan Burgess, the receiver. Number 14, Gavin French, a freshman in at quarterback right now. He'll stay shotgun. Takes the snap, a little shrug off, wanting to throw it. He's going to go wide, and it is going to be deflected out of bounds by number 28 for the Red Rebels. That's going to be Riley Lee. Good play from a defensive backfield. Yeah, he had to guard two receivers there and made the right decision to come towards the sidelines, get a hand up, swat that ball away. What does that say about him, a sophomore, to not get into the receiver there? He played the ball, not the the receiver. Sophomore or sophomore? Sophomore, if you ask John Ward. But they're going to get it back to number 30, and that is going to be be Dylan Burgess again for the Mountaineers. And it is going to be... Let's see where they – they're going to give Heritage the first down. It's going to be inside the Maryville 40, down to the 38. Wyatt Haas read that perfectly, got over there to the perimeter, made the tackle. 204. They're going to give it handoff to number four for the Mountaineers, and he's going to try to weave his way down inside the 35. And they're going to say down at the 35, pick up of two. Three. The 205-pound sophomore, Nick Henderlight, number 67, makes the tackle. Yeah, that was freshman-to-freshman handoff. Walter Gould, number four, on the carry. This is a guy Coach O was really excited about. Yeah, as you have French and Gould in the backfield, that's going to be the future of the Mountaineers moving forward. French is going to look to roll the pocket to the right. He's looking for a receiver, really wants to throw it. He's going to uncork it, and he's going to get it to seven, which is Dominic Stevens right at the sticks. I'm not sure he got the first down, though. Yeah, Dominic Stevens runs a comeback route, but he sees that rollout, decides to pull with him towards the sidelines, makes a nice catch for Heritage. I think I got a new signal. It's cl- they, It was close enough. They give him the first down. First and ten Heritage as we're nearing a minute to play. French is going to look to throw again. Now he rolls to his left. Now he's going to throw towards the end zone. It is going to pop off the chest of the intended receiver. I believe that that is going to be number five, I think, Owen Foister. Riley Lee might have got a hand on it. That's why Foister couldn't come down with it. Yeah, that's actually going to be Clay Travis, number eight. His jersey was crunched up. But number eight intended receiver, good ball. Uh, He was in position. And they just came in hot and hit him in the chest. With the heat in this pretz box, my T-shirt's getting bunched up. Yeah, I know, right? The uh, French and Gould in the backfield, they'll have trips to the left, and they're going to move Armani Dunn across the formation. He's had a nice night. Now they're going to move Gould to the right hip pocket, hands it to Gould. The freshman tries to get to the left. He is going to be chopped down by a multiple uh, Rebels, number eight, number 23. Yeah, Jackson Rutledge and Wyatt Haas right there to sandwich him. Well, they call that, they call it the top, the top bottom. It's like the up-down. 
I don't know what happened. But as that play comes to a close, so does the first matchup of the 2023 season, and it ends with a big Red Rebel victory. Clock hits zeros, and the Denso scoreboard reads your Rebels 63 and the homestanding Heritage Mountaineers 14. Let's take a break. Listen to our great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to go to the Dickens Turf and Landscape post-game so and talk about game stats, what we saw from tonight's matchup, and ultimately look ahead to week two for the Red Rebels. You're listening right here on 95.7 Duke FM. Kadoonza. 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 Unusual name, exceptional service. On your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi. Kadoonza is locally owned and operated on Middlebrook Pike. Not your typical auto repair shop. There's no pressure. Upfront cost estimates on your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi service, repairs, and maintenance. Call 246-6569 or Kadoonza.com. K-A-D-U-N-Z-A.com. Kadunza is a proud sponsor of the Maryville Rebels. Delosier Realty and Auction asks, now what? Faced with settling an estate or liquidating any type of property, now what? Here in East Tennessee, many people have turned to Delosier Realty and Auction. Delosier can have an auction for you with less stress and better results all on your timetable. It's simple. Just give Delosier the keys and they'll come take care of the rest. Learn more at DelosierAuctions.com or call 865-681-7797. Delosier Realty and Auction in Maryville. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, pistolcreekeats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue. And you can thank me later. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown. Let's just do it, okay? Now it's time to recap the game on the Dickens Landscape Supply Post Game Show. A full game recap, final stats, and updates from games around the area. One, two, three! Oh yeah, and naming the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. I know who gets my vote. Welcome in to the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply post-game show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Well, I'm Lee Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and, and if you missed it, you missed a good one. Uh, again, the Red Rebels put put on a lot of different looks, a lot of different schemes offensively and defensively that led to this 63-14 to victory over the Heritage Mountaineers. I think it was definitely a game of cat and mouse, and the reason why I say that, Wesley Deck gets a touchdown, then you got a 98-yard touchdown run by Jackson Llewellyn. Deck gets another, gets a little bit more momentum, and then you get a 91-yard touchdown 
um, run by Charlie Manu. So definitely cat and mouse in this ball game. Yeah, and I think just the the opportunities that the Rebels took. Uh, from the, the Mountaineers. When I say that, every time the Mountaineers kind of seized a little momentum, the very next kickoff was a return for a touchdown or, or very deep in into heritage territory that led to a score. So I think they very much didn't let uh, the highs get too high uh, for the Mountaineers. And then ultimately on offense, when they needed to make things happen, they definitely did that here tonight. Uh, but really got to, got to play a lot of kids late, which I think ultimately is key for any any program that's that you're really looking to, to replace a lot of guys. Ultimately, the the, the bad mark here tonight is, is the injury or, or the, the kind of bang-up situation with Gage Ledoux. Not sure the extent of this, but uh, but he did have to leave the field uh, for this one. We, we wish him all the best. Gage, Gage, if you like him as a running back, if you like the running style he does, he's a better kid. Uh, he's most time at his little brother's uh, football practices. Uh, it's a yes, sir, yes, ma'am kind of kid. And just uh, just wish him all the best because, again, great football player, but maybe a better kid. Yeah, and Coach Hunt talks about it often about Gage. He's not only a great football player, he's a great student and a great uh, supporter to his community. So our thoughts are with Gage and his family tonight as he uh, recovers. Absolutely. Uh, also want to recap final scores and stats brought to you by Cadenza European Auto Service. Uh, again, end of quarter stats brought to you by Cadenza. It's going to be an every week thing, so uh, just get used to if you need European Auto Service, we're going to talk about Cadenza. But 63-14 to 14 is the final score, but total yardage in, or, or from team stat-wise, 43 total plays for 416 for the Red Rebels. That breaks down to 28 rushing plays for 232 and 184 passing yards. If you look at the Heritage Mountaineers, 62 plays for 264, 26 plays for 89 yards, and and then 175 through the air. And then if you look at individual stats, Gage Ledoux uh, leads the rushing category, 15 touches uh, for 140 yards and a touchdown, four carries for 55 yards and a touchdown for Graham Coulter. Uh, Price Davis had five touches, 14 yards and a touchdown. Will Jones, one for 10. Royal Curtis, one for eight, and Casey Cobble, two carries for five yards. Uh, when you look at the passing category, both Casey Cobble, Thomas Manu, Graham Coulter, and Will Jones all saw the field tonight, all fairly efficient as you look in the throw game. Eight for eight for Cobble, one for one for Manu. Uh, Graham Coulter had some longer throws, but he was still above 50% through the air. And then in receiving category, Eli Elkins, five for 68, two touchdowns. Jackson Llewellyn, one uh, catch, 52 yards, and a touchdown, and Britton Barrett, four for 44. Price Davis had one for 11, and Zeke McCoy, one for nine. So really a full stat sheet tonight individually for the Red Rebels. Coach, Coach Hunt talked about it being sloppy in the first half, and then in the second half he narrows down those penalties to only five, only six penalties in the total ball game, and then also he – Got 184 yards passing, so closing in on a more balanced attack for the evening. So good job for the Red Rebels. Yeah, absolutely, and really limited the damage on the other side defensively. Uh, if you look at uh, Heritage's leading rusher, uh, it's Braden Cooper, seven touches, 65 yards, so not a, not a terrible impact there. But he is an explosive player. 
Uh, when you look at, at receiving, uh, Dylan Burgess, six catches for 70 yards, and then they had kind of a, a myriad of different kids, four touches, 44, 41 yards for Zach Davidson, four catches for 26 for Dominic Stevens, and two for 22 and a touchdown for Armani Dunn. So really a nice output by Heritage, but really being able to hold them in check. They had plays, but they didn't have many big plays. So uh, way to, way to kind of get that in check and get a big victory to open this season week number one. But let's jump, uh, let's jump down to Chris Hips. Chris, uh, what did you see, man? Just a, just a gritty bunch out there for, for 48 minutes. Yeah, fellas, I think you couldn't said it better a while ago. What was a sloppy first half by Coach Hunt's words? I mean, I think the second half was almost perfect if you think about it. No, no penalties, I think, for the second half. Uh, what was it, seven touchdowns in the second half? Yeah, it, it was uh, it was an onslaught, if you will, in the scoring category. Uh, but but uh, but Chris, uh, you've got your hands full. I think we've kind of voted, uh, and I believe our Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game will be number eighty-six, uh, Eli Elkins. He uh, he had two touchdowns tonight, had a big impact, led the team in receiving. But what he does. Uh, away from the football is a big piece of what we're trying to do here and what we uh, what we see out of a Maryville program that we love to watch. Yeah, he made a couple big plays. I mean, that wheel route that he caught for a touchdown, it was a, it was well-run route and good catch. Good night for for Elkins. Yeah, and like I said, I, I think I, I – it was, you know, there was multiple people who had multiple touchdowns, and so tonight we're just excited to to get uh, get Eli on the mic and, and kind of talk to him a little bit. So, Chris, looks like you've got uh, you've got this week's player of the game down there with you. You're trying to get some clearance for for some sound. Yeah, I'm trying to steal Eli away. He had all these fans over here. Everybody wanted to f- take photos. Let me uh, hand it off to him. All right. And, and as they get the headset ready, man, this is going to be a good interview. I'm excited uh, to hear what Eli has to say about tonight's game. Eli, can you can you hear us? Yes, I can. Eli, what a game, man. Two touchdowns tonight, and that's just on the scorecard, but a gritty performance by the Red Rebels. Get a huge victory here in week one, but just really tough yardage when you need it, got things done. How's it feel to be 1-0? Oh? Uh, it feels great, especially with the drama that's went on before this game. Uh, it's good to uh, – not let it get between the ears and just come out here and play together and get a big win. Now, Eli, a year ago, your season cut short due to injury. How does it feel to come out here and just have a really solid first game back uh, in live game action and be ready for a, a huge year? I think you're going to be a huge part of this offense. Well, ever since I got hurt, it's just every day I've been trying to work to get back. So it feels about as good as you can imagine to get out here and play. Hey, Eli, you got two touchdowns tonight. Both of them were beautiful. Not one more beautiful than the other. But I'm, I'm, I bet our listeners want to hear from you. Which one did you enjoy the most? Uh, I'd say I enjoyed the second one the most, just kind of the knockout punch, try to try to get the game over with. But the first one, I you know, extended the ball. I'm probably going to hear about that in film. Always <laughs> tell us not to do that. Well, you know, what did you see on those plays that just uh, – because here's the deal. You made good catch on the first one, but really you run a really clean route, a good ball delivered to you. But but what's the continuity like between you and the quarterbacks? Uh, me and the quarterbacks, you know, we get to spend all day at practice together. I'm one of the few non-two-way guys on the team. So when I see a time that I think I'm going to be open, they usually think I'm going to be open too. They do a good job of getting it to me. Good deal. If you believe you're open, you are, right? Yeah. 
Good deal. Well, Eli, I know you're, you're probably tired trying to get back to your family. I appreciate you taking some minutes with us. You are this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Uh, there's a swag bag there in front of you. It's got a it's got a shirt, a water bottle, a lot of good stuff, but uh, you've earned it tonight. Congratulations. Thank you all very much. Hey, thank you. And that is Eli Elkins, this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. What a, What a great kid. You know, I tell you, on that last touchdown catch, there's a feeling you get. It's almost like butterflies in your stomach when you realize that the play is working. That play was designed for you to get open, to be deceptive, and they actually fell for it. The safeties pulled, the defensive backs pulled, and you're open, and that ball's in the air, and you're getting those butterflies, and you know, I got to catch this ball, and Eli comes down with it. <laughs> he does, and, you know, sure-handed catches, that, that gives confidence to the quarterback. It's confidence for Eli, but ultimately it's just a good look for the Red Rebels. Uh, looking around the area, the uh, scores last update that I have, uh, Austin East, William Blunt, looks like the Governors may go to 1-0. and They're ahead of Austin East, 35-8. to Last check, that's a fourth-quarter update. Uh, Farragut, last update, a 17-10 to advantage over Dobbins-Bennett. Uh, looks like Loudon's all over Greenback, 35 to nothing. That was a third-quarter score last check. Uh, Oakland on top of Independence, third-quarter score, 26 to seven. Uh, last check uh, on the Alcoa matchup, 21 to seven in favor of the Tornadoes. That is a halftime score against Ravenwood. And then Bradley Central, last check, 27 to nothing over McMinn County. Uh, looks like Elizabethan has separated themselves a little bit from Science Hill. They now, in a third-quarter score update, lead the, the Science Hill Hilltoppers 27 to 7. Eagleton, last update was the one we gave at halftime, 6 to nothing. Uh, Teleco Plains over Eagleton. Uh, so a lot of uh, a lot of the games still being played. Running clocks in the second half usually don't allow us to give finals around the area. But Ben, what a game! What a game here at Heritage. Yeah, just glad to have football back. You know, been wait anticipating the beginning of the beginning of the season, and we're here, Wayne. Absolutely, we're here. We will uh, obviously be back at, at the Skeeter next week as uh, we are excited to, to have our first home game next week. You can check us out, pregame 6.30, game action at 7, and, uh, and of course, we'll, we'll put things on social media about how you can find us, where you can catch us. And again, we're a decent follow on Twitter or Facebook. I mean, we don't have a check mark, but we're working on it. Uh, <laughs> so give us a follow. I think you'll like the content we try to put out there and recognizing these young men. Uh, Eli Elkins, he'll have a cool graphic out over the weekend for being player of the game, so check that out as the weekend progresses. But, Ben, uh, it's been week one. I want to give a shout-out and a thank you uh, to Coach Robbie Bennett and the staff here at Heritage High School. They gave us great accommodations. We're right here in the middle section of the press box, probably uh, a yard and a half off the 50-yard line. Great great spot here to watch a football game and a beautiful night here on their campus uh, for a Red Rebel victory over their Mountaineers. But as we close up tonight's broadcast, want to close this out. The Red Rebels have felt right at home on the outskirts of Blunt County, besting the home team Mountaineers, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 1-0 as the Mountaineers of Heritage High School fall to 0-1. Final score from Heritage High School, Maryville 63, Heritage 14. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take some time and thank those that make the broadcast possible. The great administration at Maryville High School, Athletic Director Landon Harris, and also thanks to all the great sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks. Thanks to the Superman of Statistics, Mr. Ken Main, for up-to-the-minute stats each 
each and every week. A special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio as she gets us in and out of the breaks all night long. But for Ben Matz, Chris Hips, and Eli Elkins, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go Rebels! Rebels!